welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is adventure number 10. Uh, glad to have you here. We're always excited to do some more exciting adventures. Uh, we are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Inglorious Bards. We're also available on all of your favorite podcast streams. You can also catch our videos on YouTube. And let's begin our session with a recap of what happened during the last adventure. Okay, uh, Iggy sobered up. <laughs> and uh, when we all got, get, got together again, we went to go meet with uh, Devar of the Grey Wolves and Lordy Endemore. Lots of planning happened out of that. We got ideas about Sir Gr uh, Senator Greyer, who goes to the bathhouse every other week and uh, talked about possibly influencing him and letting him know, because he's afraid of the Grey Wolf appearing, what, he, what we would do. Sildren jumped right on that and, and signed up for that one. Um, also, Jix received a, a banner from House Vass from Andamore uh, with something to do about that one. And uh, we learned about the bookkeeper in case we need to get more cash from Devar. He said that that's a, a place that we can always go for it. That night, when we went to sleep, Idrisil was visited by uh, the house. Uh, I had the name listed. Uh, he was visited by a ghost. The House Realmar. It was, a, it was a wizard of House Realmar that uh, visited him and tried to get information about the Key of Nexus, uh, to which he completely turned him down in a BA badass sort of way. So the next morning, we all split up. Splitting the party is a great idea normally. Uh, Sildren went to go uh, intimidate Senator Greyer. Xanner uh, went to go give the shards back to Phineas. Iggy went with him, and the rest went to uh, the Temple of Carahel. Uh, to learn more about uh, the uh, the Nexus key and uh, the, the magical uh, thing that we need to learn there. Man, I wrote terrible notes. You guys, there was uh, a lot of attacking that happened back and forth, a lot of things that, that came back in. Jigs was able to just uh, sweet talk his way out of a lot of gear from Phineas, and that was where we left off. So from there, let the adventure begin! Idrisil glares at the man within his dream in the purple robe. The man looks back at him and says, You are a fool. The dream collapses and the imagery of Idrisil folds in on itself a hundred times. Blinking and rubbing his eyes, the wizard from House Relmar rises from the dream. He sits up on his couch and waves for his trusted aide to bring a goblet of wine and a warm cloth. Did he know the location of the Nexus Key? Indeed, he did. And did he agree to your terms? Indeed, he did not. The wizard drinks his wine and pulls his purple robe around himself. We must recover the Nexus key before these idiots do. And if they get it, the key first, any wizard in the city would give their very own arm for that key. Then we abide by the rules of our house and stand down, but not until they have the Nexus. We will put our efforts to locate them through magic and other means. And what of House Vass and their request for us to find these mercenaries for them? Vass are criminals of no consequence. The Nexus key will be ours, and Vass can do what they please with them afterwards. Send out men to find these people. 
Inside the foamy trumpet, now heavily under guard, a member of House Vast drinks at his table with a frown. You, you, you called for me, master? Any sign of the dwarf? N- none, sir. Any word from the wizards at House Relmar about our deal? None, sir. Each day that goes by with that dwarf still having his head on is a day I'm ridiculed by this city. People will say I'm weak behind my back. Not behind your back, sir. Good, good. Yes, I I want his head on this table, staring at me with his stupid dwarven eyes. I just, just need a clear head to devise a plan. Yes, more drinking will certainly help, sir. I agree. In the meantime, while we wait on those wizards to help, send out more men. On the other side of town, inside a sitting room, an older woman dressed in rich layered clothing and fancy jewels laughs at a joke from a guest at her table. She is the leader of House Nakor, nobles of considerable wealth and influence. <laughs> oh, that is rich. <laughs> oh, too rich. Oh, you all bring a smile to my face with your delightful tales. The door to the sitting room swings wide open and an armed man with silver braided hair storms in. Several of the guests look surprised and stop eating the fine food. Lady Jian, I bring word that- You are interrupting the most delightful lunch with your boorishness. This had better be important for such a disturbance. I'm sorry, he's young. My apologies to all present, Lady Jian. I bring word that an agent of our house has located some odd creatures inhabiting a warehouse. He sent me to inform you that he suspects foul play against house business. Ugh, and why is news of a warehouse so urgent right now? Right in the middle of our delightful gathering. This business is in Longpier, my lady. Lady Gion instantly loses her arrogant look, sits up, and gathers her thoughts. And our very important messenger we just sent out yesterday through Long Pier? No word from the messenger's escort or confirmation of his departure on the ship. Lady Gion looks suddenly pale. The news could be nothing or it could be disaster. She then throws on a fake smile and turns to her guests. I am so terribly sorry, but would you all excuse me? There are some boring business affairs that need my attention. I do hope we can do this again very soon. Before anyone at the table can respond, Lady Gion quickly leaves. She heads towards the rear door and pulls her agent close to her. Tell no one outside the house of this and send out more men. On the far west side of Mirskan, on the docks of the Long Pier District, our brave heroes burst into a warehouse. Short humanoids called Spriggans leap to their feet, draw their weapons, snarl, and instantly attack the heroes. One of the green creatures slashes at Iggy, who ducks and cuts the creature down. Ah! (laughs) He says as he's attacked again and again. Get him, Iggy! These guys are fast, but bleed easy enough. A crossbow bolt slams into a crate next to Idrisil's head. The elf pulls the bolt out and stabs it into the leg of one of the green spriggans. Zana, watch out. 
The big one's casting a spell. A ah! large spriggan waves its hand and utters a strange phrase. Pink sparkles fly out and surround Xanner. Look at all the pretty sparkles. They taste like pink. Sildren leaps past Xanner, fires his bow, and waves on a blur of black feathers to strike at one of the creatures. Be careful with fire in here. The whole place could go up in seconds. Bob's away, bitches! Multiple potions of fire <laughs> shatter across the warehouse. Sir Brenros holds a creature at bay and smacks it repeatedly with his shield. Stop making me kill you! The creature slashes the knight across the chest, drawing blood. That's it. You'll pay for that, you wretches! Combat begins. We have a map that I will show in a second here. Let's do sharing and we'll get it up on our screen for viewers. Switch to battle mode. And battle mode. <laughs> all right. So what we have is this warehouse of uh, wood in all directions. It's big. It's got tons of crates crammed everywhere. Let's see if I can rescale this to make it visible to everybody. That's a little better. There we go. And within this warehouse, we have a bunch of Spriggans who now appear on the said map. Poop. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, one to the northeast, one to the southeast. We have um, three gathered together in a corner. We have one to the west. We have the larger one who just cast a spell, also kind of the northwest. And kind of in the middle to the right are our heroes in a, a, a wide scattered bunch. And to the south are the main doors, which you guys did not came, come in. You came in through the west windows. And the south doors have a damaged desk and a body of a finely dressed guy in a traveling coat. And that's where we're at right now. The Spriggans are closing in. You've just killed a few at your feet. There are several still remaining. And first up is the normally slow, but in this case, incredibly fast Sir Brenrose. Uh, let's see, checking my surroundings here. I am far from everything. Holy cow. I guess I uh, successfully killed the one that yep. was trying to make me go. She was <laughs> um, bashing into the face. No doubt. <laughs> Uh, looking due west from my position, I see this non-spriggan looking. Character. He's the big one. He's the big one. Uh, looking at him, seeing what his what is his attention drawn to? Where's Xanner. Xanner, you just shrugged off the sparkles. You, they kind of faded away. You gulped down the last few. You're no longer entranced by them. But that spriggan is still uh, going to start casting some more magic on him, is what you I see, Sir Brenros. Closing in on that one. All right. What's your move speed? 20? 20 to zero. You can not quite get there. You can get to there. You're about maybe 10, 8 to 10 feet away with two actions. You have one action left. Do you want to use that to close in or do something else with your last action? Uh, my last action will be to... Uh, let's close. No, let's draw there. Uh, we'll raise the shield there. Raising shield right there. Jix. Jix is... He's gonna. How far away is he from the Spriggan that's to the north of him? Uh, you are about 25 feet away. That's perfect. Um, Jix is going to throw. Oh, 
Well, Jix's potions are are named normally. Again, damn it. Um, <laughs> you mean you have potions oh, that are just work? potions? Yeah. Uh, Jix so is going to uh, throw an acid flask at the at the uh, sprig into the north of him. Okay. And that is 26. 26 nice. is a hit. Okay. 11 damage. 11 damage. Uh, and that's a quick draw with a potion and a bomb, right? So you still have two more yes, actions. So 11 damage. Um, and then he's going to... Does, that ac- does the acid do persistent stuff? Doesn't the it do more than just that? has persistent of, um, of 2d6. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to... Uh, he's going to run and jump over the like use the crate as a platform and jump over and try and now tackle that spriggan all right you run jump over make an athletics roll please get it nice need a 19 or higher 25 25 you have tackled the guy you have uh lightly restrained him uh for the moment so you haven't fully grappled him but you really just started the process you are done uh next up is idrasil you're kind of in the southeast corner yes i see a spriggan uh to my southeast yeah he's kind of hiding behind you wait hoping you wouldn't notice but you did (laughs) would you say he's concealed by that no, uh, he does have uh, regular standard cover, plus two to his armor class. Okay, this will be a good opportunity to use my hunter's aim. So I'm going to do two things. I'm going to hunt prey on this guy. All right. And then I'm going to take away that plus two of his protection by adding a plus two to my dark rock and bow. All right, so oh. this is one attack only with your new hunt prey. So this is... Uh, hunt prey, my first action, and then hunter's aim is two actions. So that's your second and third action. So yes. this will be it for you. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Add plus two. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Twenty six. Uh, twenty six. Uh, With his bonus, it's a hit. Yes. Nice. Line up that shot. You hold it. You hold it. You hold it. Shoom, and it strikes true. What's the damage? Uh, let's go for seven points. Seven's of a good start. Okay, that's a hit. Um, Yudrasil is done. Yathane. And not Yathane. Uh, <laughs> I've got the one in the corner. Um, I'm assuming it'd take me three moves to get to those crates right south of Yathane. Uh, one, two. You can get just past Yathane uh, with three moves. Okay. Then uh, that's what I'll do. All right. And uh, I will end my turn. Uh, next up is the Spriggan Warlord. He stops what he is doing and is kind of concerned about Brenros, who just ran right up on him, and casts a spell, and his shape starts to become all a little blurry, like he's taking a few steps down the scale of Predator Cloakness. Not fully, but slightly. And he's a little blurry. Uh, then he fires a shot from his crossbow in hand, at Sir Brenros with a total of, why didn't that register? That was uh, really 34 to hit. Ooh, (laughs) 34 will hit. Okay. Hits you for very little damage. Five points of piercing damage only. So a big hit, but not a juicy, juicy hit. Sildren. 
Uh, Sildren will move uh, to the north of these crates. Uh, 35 feet is my movement. So and there are crates everywhere. And the bigger crates you see uh, go up about 10 feet. The other crates are about four or five feet. Okay. Is that about 35 feet for me there? Uh, looks good. Okay. Um, and then single action. Second. Uh, next, I will cast Dispel Magic on the... Um, Spriggan Warlord, dude. You can even get to here if you want. What's the range Perfect. of Dispel Magic? 120 feet. Ooh. All right, make a spell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> make a spell casting roll. All right. Da, 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 da. I had found that earlier. There's a so wheelbarrow that. in the way, so it might. Uh... <laughs> Where are you? Beware the wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's a magical wheelbarrow that Tom hasn't told us about yet. I don't know why that's not rolling. I'll just roll 20 and add 12. Sorry. Uh, that will be a 29, uh, 31 to hit. All right. That is a, you cast your spell and boom, the blurriness instantly disappears. It becomes totally in focus and he's not aware of it. He's still grinning that he is partially concealed <laughs> when he is not. Uh, wow. That's our first ever dispel magic. That was a good one. Uh, first first that. one that worked at least. Yes. Um, and I also <laughs> had a couple weird rolls. I don't know if the latest update on Fantasy Grounds messed with things. So we might have to do a little math this session. We'll see. Next up are the Spriggans themselves. There is one that, oh, Hold on. uh, Hold on. Children uh, has a bird. Uh, yeah, uh, Yathane is going to move towards the um, guy as well and kind of get to his back backside there. Okay. And that's it for her. All right. Next up are the Spriggans themselves. And they go running over. That's one, that's two. One comes running right over to you, Iggy, uh, with a move move and then strikes with a club that he has with a 19 to hit. No, sir. All right, done. The next one it comes, ooh, shoot, what's he gonna do? He's gonna fire his crossbow from behind cover like a gangster movie in a warehouse with Idrisil back and forth. He got a 26 to hit Idrisil. Ooh, that does hit um, For a massive six points of damage. Okay. Is he doing movie gangster style and turns it sideways but the arrow <laughs> falls out of the bow? Uh, there is another uh, of these creatures and I really need to know his speed. Oh, they're kind of slow. It takes two action for him to race up to Yothane and he swings his club at Yothane. Where's he at? There he is. Uh, with a 29 to hit. That will hit. With four seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, there's another group on the Southwest. There were three of them there. He races over towards Iggy. He also swings his club at you, Iggy. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. That hits. For eight points of damage. Uh, and that was actually a 28 to hit. That makes a difference. They're getting some nope. flanking. And then his buddy comes over and he's gonna do the same attack. Iggy, you are surrounded. A 14 to hit, I assume is a miss. That is a miss, yeah. Uh, done, done. Then there's one next to Jix, and he is going to attack with his weapon and with a minus two because he's partially restrained. He only got a, a 15 to hit. Um, what the fuck are you? You're not a goblin. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> seem I'm a spriggan and you'll die. And he is going to try and break free with his next action with a 
24. What is your athletics plus 10? Uh, let me let me look and tell you. Um, athletics plus athletics. Oh, there we go. Plus 10 it was 20. 20. He breaks free and uh, is standing up with his last action. You are still prone, Jix. Okay. Um, dun, dun, dun. And one thing I didn't mention. Uh, oh, and Jix, you need to roll 2d6 points of persistent damage. You're hugging this guy who's burning, so he needs to take 2d6 points of damage. Uh, nine. Wow. Nine. Uh, okay. This guy, let's see, you guys and wounded. Hmm? Never mind, never mind. Yeah, and he did not get rid of that acid damage. Okay. Um, going back to the guy that Idrisil, the guy you wounded, mm-hmm. uh, you notice he, when you struck him with the arrow, he grew large and large, equal to your size, mm-hmm. and then grew larger to about seven and a half feet tall. And he grew big. He, um, let's see, he shot, he shot. He did two more points of, no, it's only melee damage, not range damage. You're fine, you're fine. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's good good to know. And let me mark him. Where was this guy? He is, I'm going to. I'm going to change the wording to engorged. I like that better. And then (laughs) uh, there was the guy who was with you, Jix. You also hurt him. He did not hit you at all, did he? No. So I'm going to say he didn't even uh, break free. He just grew free of your strike. He (laughs) swung at you multiple times, didn't connect, and then he instantly shrunk back down to normal small size. Holy shit! (laughs) What potion was that? I'm, I'm an alchemist myself. I could maybe use something like that. Uh, Xander, go. Ah, okay. Uh, so they grow. He hasn't seen that yet. He doesn't know. Uh, Xander is going to throw an acid arrow at the wiggly guy that's not no, no longer wiggly. The one who hit it with pink. That is the uh, big leader guy. Let's get him. Get... My rolls are all gone. Where did my rolls go? Uh-oh. Hold, please. It's all right. We had new character sheets coming through. Uh, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to toss a 20. Yeah! 20 and add your, add your new spell attack modifier. That uh, worked. It's going to be 28. 28 is a hit. Yes, 28. Oh, you're good. And the damage. This. Oh, so uh, as we're to let everybody know, this is my new signature spell. As well, we, we switched out the Flaming Sphere for the Acid Arrow. So what level did you cast this at? I cast this at a level two. Okay. So it's not it's not heightened, so it should still be probably the same. Yep. What's the damage? I don't have the damage. Hang on. Oh, sorry. You're I guess I got to roll it as, as eights. There we go. It's three eights. Hack. Got. Oh! 12 acid damage. 12 acid damage. You hit him with this big globular arrow of acid. It goes flying past Brenros, who ducks, hits the Spriggan Warlord. He goes, and he's confused why he wasn't blurred and caught. He then grows in size to a large guy and heals all of that damage away as he grew. What? It's root. Does he still get the persistent damage, or does that uh, no longer count either? Uh, Persistent stays. What's the persistent? Uh, 1d6. 
Got it. Okay. Uh, we are at the start of the round, and that is Sir Brenros. Is this supposed to be happening? And uh, has I asked myself that at 13 as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was engorged then, too. <laughs> does he? Why are you engorging yourself in your room? My D&D, Mom! Stop damaging yourself! You're gonna stay that way! <laughs> Uh, does he does he grow into my space? He does not. It's not that big. Um, not that big. And that sentence is also uncomfortable. Continue. <laughs> All right. Uh, I advance and strike. That's my second action. Second action is to attack. You get a plus two because you have a bird flanking. Plus two. I like Oh, that's not going to help. Oh, it might. Uh, 21. First attack is a miss. You also got to move yourself over there. I can move you for it. Why don't you make your roll? I'll move you yeah, over. Yeah, uh, that was my move was my first action. This was my second action. Last uh, action? Third will be to raise my shield. All right. Protective stance. Jix, you are on the ground prone. You just got broken out of your grasp by the spriggan next to you. Okay. Um, well, my first action is to get up. Okay. My second action is to... Um, uh, Jix is thinking maybe the acid. Uh, by the way, I found the names of the flasks. He's thinking the heartburn Betty might have done something to like make him grow up like this and then shrink back down so instead he pulls out his uh, sickle for second action the third action is he takes a swing uh, that's, that's his sickle where, wherever it <laughs> get is. him get him not there swing the sickle it's 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 in your hand, that one! It's missing. Is, is this I don't know building, what my sickle... Uh... Is this building over the water in a pier situation? Like underneath <laughs> us is water, or is it... No, the, the, there's a stone dock to the north of this that goes about 40 feet. And then that's where the ocean appears. Uh, Jix, you're having some sickle-related issues? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold where, on. It's like usually happens at, at, at your age. <laughs> it's all empty, like so. I don't. I don't know what I roll for it. It's no longer in gorge. Uh, okay, I got you. Let's do it real fast. We've got. Um... But it's only been one round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I roll initiative first. <laughs> Oops, that's not what I want. I Let's don't know do why he's rolling initiative so soon. <laughs> oh, is this sickle point? No, no. I'm trying to just see if it'll work. Uh, it is being weird. Um, technical issues are the best. Items. Type in the word sickle. See if I can drag it into here. I have added something to here. I saw movement. No, you're what things are, are you deleting? What's happening? Nope. Nope. I'm just changing the mode. Oh yeah. Don't change the mode. Um, uh, it's not letting me drag that on there and I don't know why. All right. Just roll your, uh, your normal ranged attack. Like your, uh, you have a sling, right? I do have a sling. Uh, do a sling with, uh, one less off of the chance to hit. 
Okay, that's uh, 20 then. 20. All of that for a hit. Yay! Uh, do you remember what your, I think it does a D6? Is it a magic sickle? No, it's not magic. Right. Uh, it's a D6. It right. It's rusty. It's a rusty Let's sickle. Go with that. Rusty sickle. Just make a note. We'll put that in next time. Spreads tetanus. And that's two. Damage. All right. Glad we went through all of that. Done. Uh, Jix, uh, Idrisil. Okay. Um, I'm going You're to shooting back and forth to this guy recently, yes, but you also I... see Iggy is surrounded. <clears throat> I do. Uh, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So before Idrisil can even ask, he sees Iggy sees that Idrisil's looking. He just says that. So I'm going to take a hundred shot at my prey here. That's okay. double shots. That is a 25 for the first. Hit. Ooh, and a 27 for the second. Hit. Nice. nice. All right, 15 points of damage and then nine points of damage. 24, 24. in total. Uh, he is bleeding badly, still alive, but just blood pouring out of these arrows. You still have two actions left. How close is he to me? He is just about five feet. Just yep. about thirty-five. Hmm. Should I close in the distance, or well, you know what? Let me uh, go ahead and save my. Uh, I'll just take a normal shot at him for this next turn. All right. Okay, twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. That should be uh, that should be attack number three. That should be attack number three. Oh, number three. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Natural yeah. twenty. Okay, Thank glad I had that. you re-roll that. <laughs> <laughs> Huge fight. Well, I guess I'll take this shot right between the eyes if I have to. Oh, if, if I must. You know. uh, he's got some hit points left. You might not finish him. You got to roll big damage. Let's see. Oh, do I? This is big dice for your bow, though. That's a critical, though, no? Yeah, so it's a lot of dice. Yeah! Yeah! There you go. <laughs> All that for 12 oh, points no. of damage. 12 points is not a big roll. <laughs> not great. I'm he, and it's it, not he great. Just you fired the ground, right? <laughs> oh, um, it does no. pin him to the ground. Yep. Yes, it, it does. Pins him. It pins him to the crate he's next to. He puts his hand up and says, you'll never. And you staple his hand to the crate. <laughs> you still have one action left. I do have one more action. This is the ranger at his peak. <laughs> just pepper. It's light damage, but it's just constant. An enemy cannot fire his weapon if you disable his hand. <laughs> Medic! Medic! <laughs> let's, let's go for the hand. Let's go for the last shot. All right. I, just, I feel it. Oh, I don't Cock, feel it. Cocky, cocky. cocky. A seven is not a Cocky, Daniels. But that was good. Uh, Iggy, you're surrounded by three of these smaller Spriggans. Yep, I'm going to look at the two down south, and I'm going to just scream at them. I'm gonna, and I'm going to start raging. And then I'm going to use my, uh, my, my swipe ability yeah. and catch both of those guys. With my big maul. With a 25. 25 is a hit. Nice. They'll both take 26 points, uh, 28 oh. points of damage. Wow. 
Wow, all right. <laughs> yeah. They both grow in size in unison, but the, they really wish they hadn't had to do that because that yeah. hurt. They did not heal all of that damage. Wow. And uh, that's that's my turn. Uh, you did one swipe? I also went uh, raged. Raged. And then the and swipe then... is two. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's crazy. Um, the Spriggan Warlord right next to Brenros with Yathane behind him. Ooh, he doesn't like being crowded out. He is going to get some distance and run about 15, 20. He's going to run 20, 20 feet back. You're lucky I didn't choose opportunity of attack. <laughs> what did you choose? I, I thought you had that. Litany. I, oh. I got the I got the attack. You part. got that one right. Uh, all right, he falls back, and then with his second third action, he starts to cast a spell on you, Sir Brenros, and you start to question your value to this group and to your organization, and you start to have real concerns about your use as a knight. And are you maybe a little too old? Make a willpower <laughs> roll, please. One willpower roll. Uh, let's see here. Ba, 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 bum. Where's my willpower? Where's my willpower? <laughs> it's on the main sheet. There it is. A twenty-six. With a twenty-six, you which, shrug. You shrug off which, those thoughts. Which, yeah. if if it matters at all, a success. It is a critical success. Oh, all right. If that matters. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it does, honestly, but that's no one plays with Brenro's mind. (laughs) Uh, And why is that? What's the ability that you have for that? Uh, it is called haughty obstinacy. And if anyone tries to, uh, uh, let's see here, your powerful ego makes it harder for others to order you around. Uh, saving throw against a mental effect that attempts to directly control your actions, if that applies here. Uh, let's see. He is, it's an emotional enchantment fear. He's not trying to control your actions now. Okay, well, leave that alone. This is a mental, like, emotional effect for strong sure. success then. All right. Um, if it's a regular success, you are still frightened. You are frightened one. Frightened one. Oh, I need to uh, bring up uh, the fatigue issue. It's already built into everything. It's added, it's subtracting it from all your rules. I can see it in the math. It's doing awesome. it for you. Yeah. Uh, so you are frightened one. Don't forget, you might have some uh, champion resistance to fear uh, for your next round or two. Yeah. Um, something like that. Sildren, you're up. Um, Sildren will move west to um, be, uh, bes- I, I guess, maybe, yeah, just beside Brenrose. <clears throat> uh, I will draw my sword and shield, but then I will also... Let me make sure this is a single action. I think it is. Cast Guidance on Sir Brenros. So um, say a little um, prayer to Keth on your behalf, and you will have a plus one status bonus to your next attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check. Fantastic. And then Yathane will um, fly up around and come right back down on top of this um, creature. The uh, small spriggan next to it? Yep. And we'll attack him. 
Okay. And let me find her deck. Um, yeah, probably not gonna hit with a 19. 19 is a hit. <laughs> really? Yes. Fantastic. Um, she will do. Looks like 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage uh, causes that creature to grow in size and heal a bit. You did 12. Got it. And does she have a second? Like, how do her attacks work? I know this is kind of late to be asking this, but... Sure. Uh, it's, uh, it's the same as yours. There's a missed attack penalty of minus five. It's built into her stats as well. Right. So she can attack again, yeah. Yep. She can attack three times if she... Or whatever. Oh, no, yeah. she can only attack twice, but yeah. Okay, so she'll attack uh, this time with her talents um, to... Is that all right? The the jaws yeah. of the talents to get the, the uh, lesser of the yeah, bonuses? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 to hit. 20, you needed this. She switches to her talons and gets another hit. Nice. And we'll do 10 more points of damage. All right, that's pretty good. Nice, Yathane. Well done. Um, now, meanwhile, to the south is Iggy, and even though you just did a swing and, and enraged and engorged two of these guys, you have three of them now surrounding you that all hit you with billy clubs like some sort of Jackie Chan uh, Keystone cop scene, and they're <laughs> uh, just going to town. And yeah, it, yeah. It is a twenty. It is a total of thirty to hit. That hits. A total of eleven, and a total of five. So the first one only hit uh, for twelve points of damage. Okay. The other guy hits you for twenty-nine to hit. Uh, hits. Nineteen to hit. Nope. And nine to hit. So only the first blow on that one. Blow after blow after blow for 13 points of damage from the stronger guy, the bigger guy. And then the last one. These are nine blows coming down on you. A total of 22 to hit. No. Oh, almost had a critical. That yeah. is a 21 to hit. No. Come on. And this is good. 19. <laughs> no, it's another 21 to hit. I was so close all three times. Uh, all those guys miss. Yeah. Acknowledge just Muhammad Ali. Just nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Better luck oh. next time. To the southeast is the pinned guy by Idrisil, who's barely alive. He makes a very low roll to pull his hand free and fails. Makes a very low roll to pull his hand free and fails. And finally, in his last action, pulls his hand free and wasted all three <laughs> actions <laughs> to get free. Son of a gun. All right, there's a Spriggan to the Northwest trying to protect the Warlord, and he uh, is getting pissed off at this bird and swipes at Yathane with a 27 to hit. Yes. A 13 to hit. Nope. And a 17 to hit. And no. Yathane's been hit for 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Smack. First attack, uh, Brenros steps forward, blocks some of the damage with his shield. Ooh. Uh, blocking uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight now points uh, off of that. So and and she only takes four then? Makes an attack. Uh, it, it, that guy is 15 feet away, unfortunately. He's outside. Ooh. He's within range of the shield, but outside of range of your... Uh, of your uh, blow. Does that make Is that sense? like Captain America's shield and just like threw it and <laughs> it was yeah, back. within five. So, okay, so with the shield protected, he's fine, but no attack. Does yes. That mean, so that means I still burn the reaction, but. Yes. Okay. All right. 
gorged off on this one. Last one to go is Jix, your guy. Um, oh, not quite. I need Xander to roll persistent damage on the freaking warlord. We skip that. Yeah, well, two. Two points. That is two points of damage is counted, and he does not get rid of it. Jix, you've got your guy who's still burning with acid, and he is uh, hes feeling healthy enough. He's going to smash you with his weapon with a 26 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. And then his second attack, he really winds up and chucks his club all the way across the warehouse. You hear it clatter way behind you. Okay. His first blow does 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. He then chucks his club, and his last action is to run. Uh, and burn. He is going to run for the door. Oh, Jix, you keep okay. moving. There you go. Uh, oh, because you're prone? No, you're not prone. Uh, all right, Jix, go ahead and roll 2d6 acid. This is great acid damage. Hey, hey, where are you going? That's, that's my acid. <laughs> Come on. I, it's, hold on. I can roll for you if you want. Technical difficulty. Yeah, I rolled mine onto the board and it didn't show my, my roll. I just, I saw the dice tumble across, but it didn't show. All right, I'll board. roll it for you. Oh, uh, you got a Jake seven. Go, yeah. Seven. Seven. All right. Seven more points of damage. He also does not shrug this off. I've been rolling really bad the last few adventures with this persistent stuff. It's great for you. Xanner. Okay, uh, so real quick, is Xander seeing these guys grow and like stay big, or are they just growing up and like swelling like, like marshmallows in a microwave and then shrinking back down? They grow, some stay big, some shrink back down. You're not quite sure the timing of it all. Iggy, you need me to burn something? No, I got these guys. You sure? Oh I yeah. Can, I can burn something for you. <laughs> no, thank you. Still drinking, I burned something. No. Come on. No burning. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, I can grow big too. This is not a big thing. <laughs> it just takes 50 years. It's a shower. Xander is going to cast a spell he's never cast before. Oh. He's casting insect form. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Upon seeing everybody grow big and not being able to do fire, Xander takes his hands, does a big swirl around himself, and all of his aura starts growing this inky, inky black and starts clinging to him and, and attaching itself to him and like spreading itself out and becoming this physical entity. And Xander huh. turns into a gigantic beetle. Wow. I am a <laughs> massive wow, he's size. He's bigger than Jesus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've got accelerated armor and attack and everything. And I will start charging after the warlord in my giant beetle form. Okay. <laughs> I just had a great idea, by the way. I, for the next session, I need to create a special portrait icon of a beetle. And we can swap that in for Xanar. Yeah. Oh. It's a bad time to bring up uh, uh, Brenros arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> what is Xander's speed any different in Beetle? So Xander uh, can change his speed a couple of different ways, but right now, no, it is the same speed. So he is 25. Gotcha. So so Speedle, it, Beetle is using all six legs and charging forward. 
You're you do gain beetle. I mean, that's still. <laughs> yeah, you do gain a ten temporary hit points, which you can put in the combat tracker. Oh, great! I'll do that. Um, uh, you have low light vision. Uh, let's see, athletics. You gain number ability. Where's Beetle? Speed twenty five, and he has mandibles that can crunch away. Jump, jump, jump. Is this like a, a poodle sized beetle or a rhino sized beetle? Into uh, a medium animal battle form. So he is about five feet tall. Holy crap. It's more he like, increases uh, in size. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bear <laughs> sized beetle. It's like, as big as me. <laughs> Just seeing crates getting tossed left and right as he charges through. Uh, and that's that's it. That's all three actions. So that's the spell right. going forward. You're ready to start shooting with arrows until the beetle says, Peepa die! <laughs> Brent Rose would uh, like to use his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Brent Rose, it is your turn. Uh, not aware of the horror that is behind him, uh, he will charge forward at the, uh, the uh, warlord there. All right. I don't want to move him. I'm leaving the moving to you. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. You are frightened one, but you have an ability called Aura of Courage. Yes, I do. When, whenever you become frightened, immediately reduce the condition by one. You are not frightened. You Whoop. could care less about frightened one. Nice. <laughs> Gone. Carry on. All right. Frightened You're one. charging towards the guy. Correct. Um, I'm avoiding I, trying to be flanked between the two. So He is going to be just out of reach. He moves 25. You move 20. <laughs> All right, then. Let me double check his speed. Hold on. Let me double check his speed. Let me double check. Make it legit. Let me make it legit. His speed is totally... Uh, I don't even freaking see it on here. He has no speed. He is speedless. There it is. His speed is 20. His speed is 20. He, he I move him five feet. I just want to be a little, totally legitimate. All right, you're right there. One action, you're on him. Fantastic. An attack going on to this guy here. Blah, 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 blah. And this is a uh, blessed attack? Is that what it is? Yeah, you get a plus one. Plus one. Nice. How about a 31? Yeah. That is interesting is what that is that is that's a hit that's a regular that's hit. A hit regular hit okay 31 it's uh does it add damage to no Any blessing no no uh, 11 points of damage to and it's only on your first attack so it is expensive oh so now. once it's okay once you okay. yeah it's just a cantrip 11 points of damage. There's nowhere to run. And then shield again. Shield is up, okay. Shield is up. Jix. Uh, Jix is, uh, <laughs> he figures that the one that's running away will eventually uh, sizzle to death. So uh, he sees this other Spriggan way at the other end, the south end of the warehouse. How far away does Jix estimate that to be? 25, 50, 70 feet away. Okay. I like how, by the way, we have all these digital tools. I literally just <laughs> held up two fingers and went 25, <laughs> 50, 70 feet away. Um, Jix will move, move, and quick lob. <clears throat> 
So that he gets within about 20 feet, he'll do his, uh, he's going to go with Heartburn Betty again and say, hey, hey, you catch this. And You're throwing from there? No, no, he moves twice. To okay. Get, to move 50 feet and then. Gotcha. How come it's. There we go. Uh, 22. Not a great throw, but this guy ain't paying attention. You smash him with a flask. That's 12 points of acid damage. 12 points of damage, and he uh, goes down in a sizzling, screaming, Aah! and is dead. But but he grows all the while. One <laughs> <laughs> no! kill for jigs. Uh, Hedrasil, you just got kill stealed. Uh, I I did, but I'm noticing that there's a guy not quite out the door yet. He is right about to be. Well, that's a shame because he's my new <laughs> he's my new prey, isn't he? <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and select him to hunt prey. All right, you have hunted prey on him, and I'm gonna shout a uh, not so fast devil or something like that. <laughs> he literally says that or something like that uh, and I'm going to do a hunter's aim so my last two actions alright he's got some little bit of cover so that might help go ahead make your shot oh it looks so good it looks with, so good uh, 24 with my plus 2 as he goes out the door you send him a little gift on his back <laughs> and you hit yes Nice. With 12 points of damage. Might 12 well critical. <laughs> points of damage. Uh, he is not dead, but you send him stumbling out, and he's badly hurt. Oh, uh, Iggy, you're still surrounded by three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at these two in front of me. Here's some big fucking twigs. And I'm going to do that swipe action again. At those two. At those two. For 20, 20, uh, 23. 23 is a hit. Nice. Uh, 16 points of damage to both Jeez, of them. To both. <laughs> that's the that's the haunting part. <laughs> to both. Uh, all right, big smash. Like you, you have this big maul, so it's just like you're hitting their heads together type yeah. of a thing. Uh, and then they come back, and then back, and then back. <laughs> no, uh, uh, they're. B- Bruised, bloodied, squealing. Even though they're tall, uh, they are in bad shape, but still alive. You have one action left. And then I'm going to, like, just turn my head around to the other guy. and like, you're a little fucking twig, and I'm going to uh, <laughs> give him a little intimidating glare. Oh, no! Uh-oh. With the 22? Uh, you succeed. Yeah! yeah! He's fright- fr- frightened one. Frightened one. Free and, frightened. Uh, uh, th- there we go. All right. Uh, the Spriggan Warlord is next, and Brenros has just been a thorn in his side. He is going to uh, swap weapons with an action, smash you with a Morning Star with a natural 20 on his attack. Um, let's see what we have. We do double. Plus eight. Only 24 points of bludgeoning damage. (laughs) 
and smashes you again with almost a natural failure there. Uh, he totally misses with the last one. Uh, and he has persistent acid damage still from Xanner. You want to roll that, Xanner? Sure. This yeah. guy's been untouched. It's one. One. He's taken three net points of damage, by the way. <laughs> Great job, Xanner. Yeah. And that is worn off finally. That damage has worn off. Thank God. Uh, Sildren. All right. I will draw my sword and shield. Um, move in to the other side of this Spriggan and attack and uh that will um actually no i can't trigger her ability so never mind so i'll do all that attack and then yathne will attack as well <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. let me find my attack here and that will be a crummy 16 to hit that's a miss. I assume that's a miss. And Yathane is up, and she will swoop in and attack with her talent. Not her talent, but her jaw. I should probably roll to see if I hit first, um, which I don't. I assume at 16. No good. And so talent flanked. attack. Oh, yeah. Flank, still no good. Close. Yeah. Close. Nope. Misses again. Swipe, swipe, and misses. I've been completely ineffectual this round. The healthier uh, Spriggan you just intimidated, he says, I'm out of here. Good luck. And he runs for the door. Not before I get an attack of opportunity. Ooh, the new attack of opportunity. Free attack. Uh, 27. You have connected. 22, 24 points of damage. Just because he moved. (laughs) Uh, He goes, oh no, I'm growing. Uh, And he grows in size, but he takes a lot of damage. Good luck getting through the door now, stupid. Uh, Let me mark that. All right, he then, instead of racing out the door, has to burn an action to force himself through the door. And on his third action, he just gets just outside. Uh, And Iggy, you see as he's running, not far from that desk, I'm actually going to say he's just outside that door. He spent one of his actions to scoop up a box off the floor and calls out as he runs out the door. I've got the loot as he runs out the door. Idrisel, get that guy. He's got the loot. Sildren, (laughs) you are being attacked. Um, I'm on it, big guy. (laughs) From that day on, he regrets. (laughs) Sildren, you have a 19 to hit you with a club, a 10 to hit you, and an 8 to hit you. Swinging wildly, this guy cannot connect. Uh, Iggy, you've got two badly wounded guys. They are going to take you down with a... He wants to flank, but he just saw you opportunity attack. He doesn't know that it's down, and so he doesn't move. Uh, (laughs) So he stays put, doesn't flank you. He got a 19 to hit. Nope. Not enough. Uh, Then a 19 to hit. And no, the other guy strikes as well. (laughs) Uh, 14, these are not good, 12, and oh my god, a natural one and kills his buddy next to him. <laughs> oh. You just stole that kill from me, that wasn't very nice. You're gonna pay for that. 
Uh, that guy's done. That guy's done. Um, we <laughs> still have one guy with persistent damage. Who is this guy? It's a guy that ran out the door. That um, yeah, to the east. The to the yeah. east. All right. Uh, that is who's damage? Jix's damage. Yeah. Two d six. You want me to roll it? Yeah, if you can. <laughs> sure. Oh, he almost got rid of it. Oh, wait, that's not D6s. Hold on. Oh, my God. You're the <laughs> fastest freaking D6 roller D20. in the West. Shit. They just keep multiplying. Hold on. Don't count this one. All right, you do eight points of acid no, damage. I We're moving on. It. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Too late. Uh, Xanner, you're the last one to go. Or shall I call you uh, the Trogdor, the Beetlenator? What do you got going on? Beetlenator! Uh, so Trogdor. Originally, uh, Xanner had run, right? He cast his two and then he, he took off in beetle form. I think he was heading towards Spellcaster Dave, the, the, the warlord. Yes. We're calling him Spellcaster Dave. That's who he is now. Uh, it's a so good, it's a good name. I would have been, I think, here to start. I just want to make sure that I can I can get to him. That's what I mostly want to make sure of. Um, oh, but who just yelled that someone was leaving? Iggy did. To There's the a south. Guy got some. He got some loot and went out this door. Get him. This so down by you that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Beetle form Xanner is going to glow around his six little spindly or giant spindly legs. He's going to glow this extra green, like like there's a whole bunch of, of kind of like a blue bluish yellow wind that's pushing out from under him and will go wicked fast as he takes a uh, a one speed sprint and starts charging after him after that. So uh, I added fleet feet. Plus 30 foot movement. So you're at 55 movement. Wow. You were you were up here, so it's a little slow this first round, but you're going to be super freaking fast on the next round with three actions at, what is that, uh, 55 feet. That's yeah. great. So uh, with, with the first movement, starts immediately charging at the door, giant beetle style. Got it. Um, Glad I'm not seeing this. Sir Brenros, <laughs> you're up. <laughs> Uh, Renros, uh, it's, wow, this guy's still in front of me, uh, slashing out at this guy. Boom. Making the attack. A 29? Uh, on the big guy is a hit. Big guy. God, I wish he had that blur. I really wish he had that blur. <laughs> 18 this impacted a lot. 18, all right. That's the first significant blow on this. Oh, no, there was an initial blow, but he healed it. Uh, second attack. He has shrunk down to normal size, by the way. I'm, 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 I'm hitting him going, grow, damn you, grow! <laughs> second Get attack. Bigger. Is it Ooh, 27? Is a hit. Brenros nice. is rocking it. 11 points of damage. All right. Total is 38. Got it. And the shield raises back up. The shield is the loner shield. It is torn to pieces. It has one point left. <laughs> Your loner shield. It took one critical hit and yeah. You're not getting that deposit back. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm not getting that deposit back. <laughs> Did you sign for insurance when you got the loner? <laughs> uh, Jix. Um, <clears throat> Jix is going to, I guess, he looks over at 
the one that's next to Iggy and runs that way to get closer. Um, one next to Iggy. What's your move speed? Uh, 20, uh, 25. 25, yes. 25. You run past Idrisil. You leap over the dead body next to the desk, and those are two actions, and you're hey, next to the door. Um, so two actions? All right. Third one is going to be uh, some... What do I call it? Some shocker. Hey, Iggy! Watch out! And I throw a, t- a 24. 24 hits. And that's going to be 10 points of damage. And you don't need to read anything else. You have killed him. That guy was badly hurt by Iggy. All right. Zap! That's lightning all over the place, right? And, and the splash, you the splash stolen. went in a cone and yep. totally missed Iggy. Thank you. Nice. nice. <laughs> New cone control. Yes. He just looks at Jackson and is just like, okay, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Idrisil, you're running out of enemies in uh, sight range. Oh, I am. So how far away is the guy who ran out the southern door? You think he's just outside it. Okay, I'm going to go, would that be 35 feet to get outside the door? You're with 35. Your elven's feet will get you just outside the door. And then what can I see when I'm outside? When you're outside, you see this guy has run extremely far um, at five feet outside the door. He is just 15 feet away from you. Okay, so I've used one action. I'm going to... Oh, come on! (laughs) (laughs) What's next, uh, a giant bug or something? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Uh, I'm going to introduce him to the Ring of the Ram. And I'm going to use two actions. He has to make a fortitude saving throw. Ooh. Uh, his fort saving throw. It's a segmentation fault. Oh, he rolled terrible an 11. Okay, he had to make a 22. That's a critical failure. <laughs> That's a critical failure if that matters. It does indeed. So let me go ahead and read this. A ram-shaped blast of force slams into one foe that I can see within 60 feet. The number of actions I spend to activate this item determines the intensity of the force. The blow deals 2d6 force damage per action. I have spent two actions at a critical hit. So 46 points of damage. Yes. Jesus. And on a critical success? On a critical critical failure. Critical critical failure for him. On a critical failure, the target takes double damage and is pushed twice the distance. So he gets knocked back 20 feet. So, and that's 8d6 points of damage from this blast from your ring. About 12, I bet. (laughs) Do you know how to grab 8d6 points of damage? I can do four twice. Fourteen plus... Fifty. <laughs> Twenty-nine <laughs> points of damage. You blast, Twenty you blast that guy against the edge of the wall just outside the warehouse, and you hear a satisfying crack as his back breaks and he dies, dropping the box of loot he was trying to get away with. Brutal. Uh Iggy. 
Uh, well, seeing how uh, everybody's uh, taken care of down here, I will. Uh, I will race up. Uh, I'll race up seventy-five feet towards the action in the northwest. All right, let me uh, get your movement there. Seventy-five feet. That is twenty-five. That is fifty. Seventy-five will get you just south of the little spriggan next to Sildren. Or you can go to the big guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll move once, and then I will do a... Uh, sudden charge? A sudden charge. And All I'll right. Lose. Sudden I'll, charge the little guy. I'll get that guy. He's already surrounded and looks out of the corner of his eyes <laughs> and sees a raging dwarf. Oh. Uh, That's a natural one. <laughs> natural and he one. does a little bull maneuver and just <laughs> set chase to the wall. Uh, I will burn my hero points to it's two that. hero oh. points to do that. Children, children sure oh. banks you. Yes, I do. I'll freaking kill Yafane. He'll do. <laughs> Yafane's been dead once. He's fine. Ah, uh, uh, eighteen. Jeez, that was not Man. destined to happen. Is that with flanking? I don't think no, I'm flanking. No, he isn't flanking. He's close. Oh. He has to have someone on the other side. All right, the warlord, Spriggan warlord, he is still hanging in there. He's confident. He's been rolling pretty well, too. He's going to smash at Sir Brenros and take down this shield with a 29 to hit. That will hit. And I'm just going to roll it ahead of time. His second attack is a natural 20 critical success after the shield is down. And then a 16 to hit miss. So a regular hit plus four. He does uh, 17 points of bludgeoning damage on the regular hit. Alright. And then once your shield is getting hammered hammered, I don't know if it's still in place, um, but I think it is. Uh, then he does tw- He does 30 points of damage with a brutal blow. Okay, so... <laughs> the shield is destroyed. But it still does its bit, so I'm taking uh, 24. All right, and then uh, Sildren, you're up. Uh, so Sildren like, has a sword and shield out, and he's like getting ready to strike, and then he sees what happens to Sir Brenrose. Um, so instead, he will um, turn and cast his, uh, his third level heal spell. So you... Um, uh, Smell the signature spring breeze, and you will be healed for. He casts a breeze. A breeze. <laughs> I hear the. I hear the obligatory. Yep. <laughs> Ode to children. Ten, eleven plus uh twenty-four, so thirty-five points of damage that you're healed. Wow. Damn. Holy crap. He does some heals. I love this breeze. Yes. Thank you. Power of a breeze. Um, that's two actions. My third action will be to actually go ahead and attack this guy. Right. Let's with my sword. And I am absolutely going to miss with a set. Well, 19 with flanking. Hits. Really? Nice. <laughs> nice. And that will be seven points of damage. All right. And then Yathane will make her attacks as well. 
32 to hit. Is a critical hit from Yathane's bite. Critical hit will do a total of 25 points of damage. Can you describe how Yathane takes down the small sprigid? Because I want to know. Absolutely. I would love to. She, um, so, uh, you know, the, the, the spring is occupied with me and she just like lands on this thing's head, um, basically sticks her face down in his and just starts pecking the shit out of his eyes, um, just bringing him down, just, just in screaming horror as she plucks his eyes uh, from his living body um, and and ends him. Stop and crawls it. in and then back out his mouth. <laughs> yeah. oh, and then she's just sitting there like uh, on top of his body, just, fl- just flips it up and gulps, gulps one of them down. Oh, God. <laughs> oh dang. All right, are you done with that carnage? (laughs) Yep, I am done here. All right. (laughs) Oh, that guy's done. That guy's done. Uh, Beetlenator, it is your turn. (laughs) (laughs) So with hyper blue feet and just kind of like rapid firing as he's going out, uh, I see the lightning bolt in front of me and then Idrisil jumps out in front and points his fist like a Power Ranger, I'm guessing. (laughs) Summoning Captain America. Oh, yeah. Planet. Yeah, Captain Planet. Bow! It, Planet. it knocks him down. So instead of running out the door, uh, uh, Beetle Lander's immediately going to turn and follow Iggy. And just again, and just kind of like, like spin for a little bit, like just a little half pivot, and just, whew, and just U-turn and go straight up uh, with him. You could probably make it to Tabin Ray and back. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you can get to that race all the way across the warehouse to the last Spriggan Warlord with one action. You have two actions remaining. Oh uh, Spriggan <laughs> Beetle, get it. <laughs> Spriggan Beetle runs right up and will adjust. And not only that, but he has to crawl quickly over Iggy and Sildred with these creepy, spindly, tall legs. <laughs> Uh, and I will just just up and down, up and down, up and down, and, and then get right to him, and then I'll just bite right on him with your pincers. With my pincers. Wow. That's a good hit for wow. a lot. Uh, I think that is. Let me just confirm here real quick. I think it's plus thirteen for you. <laughs> I think it is. Wow. So that's twenty. That's thirty-two. Is a regular hit. Still a hit. Plus the modifier. Yeah. And you do uh, 2d10 points of damage with those nasty mandibles. I'm going to fl- do it. Is there a flanking bonus in there somewhere? <laughs> um, not yet. He's got to get to the other side. Yeah. Couldn't quite reach it. For 19 damage. Nope, wrong. That for 11 damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 11. Okay, you have one action left. Uh, do it again. Good, good luck. You're minus. Bye, bye, bye. So make your roll. You're plus eight only on this roll. You don't yeah. make melee attacks often. I don't. This is weird. Uh, it's 11. Ha! <laughs> Xander is done. Brenros, you're right next to this giant beetle that is reared up next to you. It's maybe it came out <laughs> of one of these crates or something. You're not sure. It's all I want to know is 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 he rideable? Really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but he is mountable. <laughs> mountable. It is it still has Xander's face? <laughs> Doesn't help. <laughs> Mandibles. I bit it. I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Renrose is fatigued and he's just like, no, I can't be this is not good. It's like one uh, of those creatures on the magic school bus, how they don't actually fully transform. Uh, Renrose will 
side step to put Xanner to his back, uh, to Xanner to uh, the the warlord's back. Uh, okay. So uh, he'll go to the north there and achieve a flanking. All right. Yep. Then we will attack. That is a 28. 28 hits. I can. Oh, max damage. Oh, nice. Damage, 20 points of damage. Big hit. All right, you've got one action left. It is another attack. All right. A 23. 23 is a miss. Jix. So, gotta understand what's going through Jix's mind right now. He started, uh, ran over, did like this leaping, you know, acid throw, then sickle, then came over here and took out another guy, then went over there and took out another guy. So he sees this warlord left and he's like, hey, I'm coming, guys! And <laughs> uh, he does probably going to take two moves to get within bombing range, I'm assuming. You're going to yes. steal another kill. Oh my god. <laughs> he doesn't uh, care who he has to ask yeah. to do it. It's turning into Xanner. He does two moves and then uh, whips out another shocker and tosses it at the uh, at the warlord. Fifteen. 15's a mess. Fifteen. Uh, he's going to use a hero point. All right. <laughs> he just really wants to steal this go. Nah, I can do better. There we go. Twenty nine. Twenty nine is a hit. Now. He's flanked. Does, does Jix get the, the bonus? <laughs> no, it's melee only. Melee okay. only. All right. All right. Uh, so he hits. So that's going to be 10 points of electricity damage. And it, and, it, and it just goes again, just like right, kind of right beside Beetle Xanner and right beside the other side of Brenros and just like focuses right on the Warlord. Gotcha. Does it do anything uh, extra than the damage? Hmm. Bottle lightning, I think, makes him flat-footed. It might. Let me look, let me look, let me look. And then Idrisil, you're up while well, he looks that up. Um, yeah, so first action, I'm just going to go grab the loot um, that, that the guy it's dropped. It's a small box. You okay. got it in your hand. I'm, gonna grab, uh, I'm also just going to grab part of the spinal column along with that for Jix. Um. <laughs> you hold it up, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger's covered in mud watching you from behind a tree. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> It's like a puppet. Look, I can make it talk. <laughs> he is flat-footed. Get the loot. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put that loot uh, box like on that table, I guess, right in front of me on the inside Okay. of the building. And I'm going to yep. draw. I'm going to hunt prey on this guy. And I'm just going to draw my bow um, and wave my last action. But I'm going to yell at him, just surrender now, big guy. You don't need to die. All right. Uh, his response is... is <laughs> uh, Jix, what was the ruling on that? Yes, he is flat-footed. Flat-footed, so permanently flat-footed for a round, I believe. Permanently yeah. for a round, I just said that. Until All right. Until the, the start of my next turn. One round. Uh, Iggy. Oh, uh, I'm going to move right up next to, uh, to Beetle Xander here. <laughs> and, uh... Can Brenros just step back right now and cover himself from this Gallagher carnage? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
need you there for flanking purposes, buddy. <laughs> shield up and poncho. stay there. Shield, shield is just, gone. I've got like nothing. I'm like, it's just gonna be like somebody throws a, a basket of firewood at you. It's all right. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna swing at this guy. Oh, oh it looks good. You did. Uh, and I'll, I'll uh, use my last section to swing again. All right. God damn. Oh, <laughs> he's too excited. He's too excited. <laughs> you got a 17 and then a 15. Yeah. All right. The warlord spins around, takes a swipe. Uh, he sees Brenros, but the, the Brenros is somehow magically healed. So he turns around to smash this raging dwarf. Then out of Corva's eye, freaks out and instinctively smacks at this giant freakish beetle instead <laughs> uh, with a 21 to hit. That's a miss. He strikes at the beetle one more time with a 24-19 to hit. Also a miss. Uh, and then he beats feet and runs towards the door and gets to the door, but not out the door. Uh, not before He's... he gets an attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> with a 20, 29. 29 is a hit. He is flat-footed too. Yep. Uh, 24. For uh, 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage. I'm going to move him back into that spot. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to right click on him and select delete. <laughs> and Iggy, can you finish off the scene with what just happened there, please? Oh, Take I just down. bring my ball right down on him and he just like bursts into just a ah. bunch of sticks. A bunch of sticks. Done. Nice. All right. And a beetle begins to wallow through his innards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> beetle and a Falls goblin down, are fighting over him. Back. Oh, uh, Xander, how here. long does that last, by the way? Oh, I don't think it ever goes away. I think I'm permanently this way now. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, let's see. It's uh, one whole minute. Okay. Yeah. It's a polymorph transmutation for a full minute. All right. So one battle. Okay, the battle is over. It's quiet in the uh, damaged, acidic, smoky, beetle-filled warehouse. Let's take what we can get from here quickly and be on our way. And Sildren will um, trot over to the dead body. Uh, and whatever's on the table, or the, uh, <laughs> the non-spriggan. Okay. And as he's passing by Jix, he's going to say they were um, they were gnomes once, and then keep on going. <clears throat> what Jinx is in gives the what the f look? <laughs> <laughs> These were gnomes. How did Jack have it? <laughs> What's in this uh, loot that I have? Good question. I'll tell you in just a second. Uh, Sildren, you were first. You were checking out the guy, and then we'll get to uh, Idrisil. Yep. yep. Uh, Ring of the Ram. Sildren, you find on the body, this is the uh, tra the dead traveler's body, yep. not a spriggan, right? Okay. Correct. On him, you find uh, two things of interest of the same type, letters. He has two letters on him, one sealed and one that is open. I thought it was going to be like Sesame Street, like F and G or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so one sealed and one open. Yes. One I'll glance at the opened one and pocket the sealed one. Um, the open one reads the following, and I'll paste this into your chat window in just a second. It reads, 
Take this key under the guise of a regular traveler. Bring it to our contact in Azamir. We need the key duplicated in Azamir and both brought back here. Understand the importance of this. If this key falls into the wrong hands, while no one will be able to access our vault, vault, neither shall we. If this key is destroyed, we will lose access to our primary vault for months. If you fail to return in two weeks, we will destroy the connection to the key and lose access to our primary vault for months. We are taking your word you can handle this situation, but understand if we lose access to our vault, we will be crippled and would not expect to see your face in Mirskan ever again. And it has the stamp of House Nakor upon it. Fancy. Okay. And I'm pasting that into the chat window now for you players to add your notes if you want. Thank you. Oh, the Zoom chat. Fancy. I assume there's no um, no actual key that I children sees. No. <clears throat> Hopefully that's that. Box of loot. Um, yeah. And anything else of value or interest on this guy? No, not at all. Until, yes, you almost trip hidden underneath him that the Spriggans had not spotted was a fancy traveling satchel the guy was carrying. You open it up, and inside is 49 gold, hmm. an iron cube that looks interestingly intricate, it's, uh, like, a, like a big six-sided die, maybe like a, I don't know, what is that? Four inches by four inches by four inches, uh, and uh, a feather that looks reminiscent to some of the magic feathers this group has encountered before. Okay. Magic feathers? Chick, Chick doesn't know about that one. Yeah. Don't worry about the yeah. magic feathers, Chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to know. <clears throat> what? What are those? Are those Yathanish? Uh, yeah, this is Yathanes, and you know, Soldier will stick one in his uh, uh, hair. Okay. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, cool. Idris still. Yes. Nope. Uh, you found a locked box. It is small, and it is maybe eight inches and eight inches in its longest side. It's made of some nice wood, and it is locked. Sildren will call out that we're looking for a key. According uh, to this. Yeah, Iggy will start looking around to see if there's anything. Would it right. be on him and kicking up the body of the warlord? Uh, you kick out the body of the warlord, you check him out, you don't see anything of value on him, and then you're disgusted as you see this weird giant beetle morph back into Xanner a la Willow. <laughs> Xanner, that was amazing. <laughs> Is that like an allergy or something? <laughs> I had a weird little bite from a little radioactive bug, and I don't remember what happened. Beetle gnome, beetle gnome. <laughs> uh, checking, uh, does this uh, warehouse have like uh, like a uh, an office area kind of thing? You, it does not. It had a desk, but it got smashed up. Smashed up. I would like to check the remains of that desk. All right. You go over to the desk and start looking through it. Make a perception roll, Brenrose. Perception roll. This one here. 
Mm. 29. 29 is huge. You find um, nothing but warehouse-related ledgers. They look old. It looks like uh, there were, there's some fi- uh, financial accounting information, and this place uh, was bleeding money like crazy and um, uh, hasn't been used for several weeks and uh, that's it. You look at some of the valuables in here, you think there's about 300 gold pieces worth of leftover goods, bulk goods in here, Uh, but it's very hard to move around and very hard to find a buyer, but it is a possible resource, Uh, but that's all you can discern from the desk. This place has not been used by any group or anything for weeks. Has no direct interest for what I'm looking for, so I will leave it be. All right. There's what nothing else? in this desk. <laughs> nothing here. Just the goods you would expect for a warehouse that's been abandoned for a couple of weeks. Um, it just sees the uh, iron cube that Sildren takes out of the satchel. What? What's that, Sildren? I know. It's precious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cube of the ram. <laughs> um, Everything is of the ram now for either <laughs> self. It's all of the ram. Spoon of the ram. Spoon of the ram. Uh, I toss it to Idrisil, uh, and then um, I'll say, who has that uh, banner from House Vass? <clears throat> oh, that's me. May I see that? Hmm. This was uh, Just the... give him a banner. Why are you staring at him like he's not trustworthy? Hmm. This was the plan, was it not? Was. But yeah, I guess. It's a nice looking banner. We, we can get another one. Here you go. And then um, Sildren taking the banner will um, kind of cover it in blood, cut it up a little bit so it looks, and then I, I guess put it behind something. I don't know, like like make it sort of, so it's somewhat like it. Maybe it came loose from somebody. Oh, I have an idea. Do you think you could put it in the dead guy's hand like he was clutching it really close to him, like it was his woobie and it was the only thing that was keeping him safe and he was only being happy and his last dying thought was of being a house fast because he loved them so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Yeah, yeah. and actually, um, Sildren will go over and kind of uh, attack, basically get the guy to be holding the banner and kind of like underneath them. And so it's kind of hidden and concealed, but will obviously be found. Great. Done. So about what time is it? Uh, It's late afternoon. Guys, um, we should probably head over to to Pops and and Mutters. Should we see if that key is in in their lockbox? This key sounds pretty important. Yeah. Seems really important. Oh, and it's supposed to go to Azimir. Did you guys know that in Azimir they have? Uh huh. Yep, we know. <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, it just will hand the loot box over to Jix. Yeah, Jix, use your thieves' tools. Try to get I this open. It. Give me a second here. Jix puts down his goggles, gets out his little thieves' <laughs> tools, and gets to cracking. Make a thievery roll, Jix. Thievery? Thievery? 15. Ooh, how about a hero point, Jix? <laughs> <laughs> for that. Uh, with a 15, you have no means to unlock this box. Oh, here, let me give it to you. Let me give 
to try. Just start smashing it with a hammer. Yeah. I'll keep working on it. It's your, it's your, we'll get it. I got magic. Okay. If the key is not in there, we should probably like scour this place and make sure we're not leaving it behind. Yeah, we need to get that box open. All right. Um, I'll yeah. try one more time. I, I'll use, I'll use my maul. We can crush it. Let's give Xander a shot. And um, we'll all, I guess, look at Jix. Yeah, waiting I was for him say, to hand it over to Xander. Yeah. <laughs> here, here. All right, everyone steps away from Xander as Xander is <laughs> handed the box. Okay, okay, okay. He no starts doing fire. insect form by accident. <laughs> uh, is there a particular role that I should do to open this box? I thought you had a plan. I don't have a plan. I just wanted to open the box. <laughs> Everyone else had a plan for it. I, I could do some things. I don't know if any of them would be effective. But I can at least roll. <laughs> you use the magic for word for. I'm going to roll thievery. Magic. Yeah, it's an eight. <laughs> you roll. Let me make sure I understand this correctly. You rolled an unrequested eight thievery with no thieves tools with everyone in the group staring at you. <laughs> I, I All right, then here's the result of that. It's <laughs> deathly quiet. All you can hear is, uh, 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 and then Jix silently walking over to you in the middle, grabbing the box and silently walking back. <laughs> I hand it to Iggy. How, how big is it? Just like a shoebox size? Yeah, a little smaller than that, yeah. Um, okay. You are, watch out. And I'm going to just beat the shit out of it. All right. Make one attack roll. You will destroy and get access. The attack roll is more of how much control What's you have. Gonna be inside, what? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, a 24? With I a loosened 20, it for you. With a 24, <laughs> you smash the box, and inside it was lined with some nice velvet, uh, and it smashes apart. Some hinges go flying. A very simple lock mechanism inside goes flying out, and uh, you see there is a key that goes clattering across the floor that has an ever so slight angled dent to it now. The key looks a little odd as well. Um, I want to describe it. It's a plain silver key, but it has little silver crescent particles, magical particles that just gently float off of it every so often. It's kind of like a little cantropy, prestidigitation fun effect. Nothing big, uh, but just kind of interesting. I'll keep these with the. I'll keep this with the letters, and Sildren takes it. <clears throat> you got it, Iggy. Good job, buddy. Uh, yep. I helped. You did. You Yay! did, Xander. Good, good job. Can I inspect the iron cube further? Um, <laughs> is it magical in nature? You uh, don't have a means of detecting magic, so you don't know. Well, I guess I mean, did Sildren? I, I guess he didn't point that out or anything. No. Ooh, I, I just looked at I'm it. Just you asked for like, it, so I'm just gonna mess with it like a Rubik's cube. Just like, search. Have you seen yourself. the movie Hellraiser? <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a thing. Do you need some help with that? I was just detecting magic on the key. It was very shiny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here, Xana, go ahead. And I hand it over to Xander. All right, you give it to Xander. same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I detect, I taste magic. 
<laughs> is it is it magic? Is, is it magical there, Xander? Xander, you move around, you make sure you're clear of everyone and everything, and you place the cube, but he can't just detect an, an item, you see. He detects things in a 30-foot radius. So he has to step 30 feet off to this side, <laughs> 30 feet off to this. You guys are all getting impatient, and finally he points and says, yes. This <laughs> specifically has magic. And probably, six sides. <laughs> it's probably a pastime. <laughs> it's probably pastime we get the hell out of here. Yeah. We don't let's need go, anybody. Let's, let's go to my folks. That was, that was actually a long time ago that, uh, while the town guard has been watching yeah. us trying to open yeah. the box for the last hour. <clears throat> all right. And it sounds like uh, if we've kind of covered all the loot for Spriggins and people in the warehouse, and we're off to House Summerall. All right. Yes. You guys um, head out. And paying, is it, we kind of know at this point we're being looked for. So uh, I assume we're um, paying attention to that and not, you know, kind of being quiet. Yeah, I would ask Jix to take us through some of the lesser known um, paths. Yeah, us. that's a good idea. All right. We can do that. Um, might take Renos us a little bit longer, but. Renos is it, it, it directly more concerned with Ignal as he's had direct information with some of the mm-hmm. yellow-robed individuals. So uh, getting him cloaked and covered and moving through, you, uh, you wear this and putting uh, a robe on you. For, for you, Sir Brenros. I don't like it, though. <laughs> just, for, just for a bit. I'm but without a shield. You have a robe. We're both uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, you guys head off and you head north uh, east, uh, sorry, northwest of the town of Mirskan is where Long Pier is. Instead of going up the main route up through uh, the, uh, along the riverside, there's a small litter, uh, the town, the city is three tiers. You're on a lower strip. There's a major plateau above you. And then at the farthest point is the noble section you haven't been to. Um, what you've done is you've actually gone around. There's a district to the northwest along the coast you guys are in called Long Pier. Next to that is a district you have barely even seen, and that is the district called Amore. Uh, Amore is a kind of the red light district of Mirskan. Um, they are just starting to get action going here at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can <laughs> smell some interesting food starting to be cooked, uh, some sketchy people kind of making their way to their jobs. You slip past them and go up a narrow uh, steep walkway up to the plateau in through the Stumps district. The Stumps is a big manufacturing and industrial part of town. You go past several warehouses, um, some smelly factory type operations with lots of smoke. Following these back routes that Jix leads you down, you go through the Copperdown middle class district for just a bit, avoid a major road, and then slip into the higher class Thale district. And there you make your way towards Jix's home. Uh, Jix, do you knock on the door or you just come right uh, on in? R- real quick, as we walk by that red light district, I point and say, Ha, ah, that's Amore! <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, so sorry. <laughs> just, sorry. Uh, we, we knock. Okay. Yeah. You knock upon the door, and the door is open, and there is your father, Lord Dukrin. And he says, uh, good good evening, Jix. Uh, please, uh, come in. Thanks, Pops. Um, I got my friends here. 
How are you? How are you and Mutter? Uh, I'm fine. Oh, you look wounded, and oh, you look hurt, and and you look hurt. Oh, oh, oh we're okay. Uh, thanks for noticing, though, Pops. Yeah, I'm really just tired. Uh, come in. Leave your shoes uh, at the door, if you would. It's uh, still been raining. Yes. Uh, mother comes in. She's still wearing her apron. She's getting uh, the first dinner ready for the night, and she comes in and, uh, oh look, it's my Jixi. Look at you. It's good to see you. She comes over and gives you a peck on the cheek, and then comes over and kisses everyone else at the door who will receive such a kiss. Thank you, mother. <laughs> Thank you, mother. Thank you. Uh, you're staying for dinner, I assume. I'll I'll put out some extra plates. Um, sure. Oh yes, that's please. fine. Wonderful. Sure. And she uh, goes off. Oh, um, uh, Jix Jix follows her into the kitchen. Good. You can help me here. Grab that mixer and start mixing. You've always been good at mixing things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, how's you been? Uh, the last couple of days around here. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty quiet, pretty peaceful. Well, yeah, the same as usual. Uh, your father's been uh, playing some games with uh, friends uh, at night. I've been uh, keeping up with my books and some of my uh, needlepoint. Uh, what oh, about you? That's good you hear. Oh, um, yeah, we've been we've been you know doing our thing, um, just hanging out. Um, Normally, when you say that, you and your sister would get into all sorts of trouble. Just doing our thing and just hanging out. Right. Are you in some kind of trouble again, Jixie? Uh, no, probably not. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I just want to make sure you and Pops are okay. You okay? We're fine. No, no, no one weird's been been walking around the neighborhood. No. So, um, I have a question. Um, you know how, you know, we've always been, you know, good, like, uh, philanthropists and, um, you know, like we've helped the children and the schools and, um, we've done all the good things, you know, that I that was, I was just at an orphanage, uh, this month helping out. Yes. That's wonderful. Um, well, what if, um, you know, our house isn't the biggest house in Michigan. Um, what if, what if, um, House Shumaral were to maybe, maybe team up with another house and, and do even more, more good stuff for the city? I don't know what you mean. One of the other three houses? Yeah. I'm not sure if you're up on the latest of political uh, schemes that are going on. Your father discusses this with the other Summerall men, but uh, I, 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 I stay clear of those other houses. They, they have not been the most pleasant to us for several years now. Why would you think they would suddenly have a change of heart? Well, um, I just think, you know, I'm sure one of them would love to to garner a little better reputation with with the with the people of Mirshkan. Don't you agree? Uh, I would say you should speak with your father about this. Okay. So I will I will speak with Pops. You have to give him a little extra uh, wine tonight. 
okay, I can do that. More Thanks, wine Mario. for all of us. And she gets working on dinner. Anything else you guys want to do? Are you planning on staying there for the night? Because she is. Oh. I mean, uh, we'll, no. I'll go back and talk to the gang about that. All right. You guys are chilling out. Jixie, what what other house do you want them to team up with? They're, the rest of the houses seem n- not not great. Well, probably not house bash because they're assholes. But um, um, you know, maybe house Nakur, or or maybe um, one of the other houses. The, the fourth <laughs> There's literally only one other house, chicks. What, what's the name of the other house, chicks? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it on my nose. <laughs> well, you grew up here, huh? Your guide to all the houses has no idea what's going on. Is Relmar? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The phone hasn't been invented, but Jix is phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, those magic guys. Um, maybe Relmar, maybe Nukor. I don't know. Uh, you still think it's an okay plan? I mean, I mean. I, I don't. I don't like these other houses. Not most, of them, most, most of them are out hunting for us. I don't like them, but remember, we have to, like, we have to create a situation here for for the king to come back and, like, fix it all. And then, you know, got, climb up on his throne and, and everything's back to normal. That can't be. Do you have a plan on how to get another house to work yeah. with Summerall? Wasn't our plan to get these houses pitted against each other? Well, Putting Summerall in the middle doesn't seem like a great idea. I mean, it's this is your family. It's your city, but I don't know. I, 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 think, I think the other three houses, I mean, while they may not like each other, I think they have a working relationship. You know, they rely on each other. One has the money, and one has the magic, and one has the the the, the underground sheen. Shamaral doesn't have any of that. They they could care less. I don't think they'll fight against each other because they they need each other. But if we get if we get Shamaral involved, um, it'll raise some suspicions by the other two houses, and I think that'll maybe create some schisms. Schism, excuse me, schism. Some what? Divisions. <laughs> oh. I mean, this is, it's your family. I just, it's not a plan that I, I'm in love with. We'll talk to Pops about it tonight. We'll see. So far, it sounds like they're pretty safe. No one's, no one's been looking for them. Yeah, so why don't we keep it that way? Keep them out of it. No one has to know that Samaral is, 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 is in cahoots with another house. Doesn't the other house involved in cahoots? Well, well, yeah. and then the other ones get upset because they get connected. And the other three are you said are all in cahoots as well. So why wouldn't they all find out? Well, I mean, you're right. Uh, but the, the one guy thought it was a good idea. Jex, if they find out that you're related to House Summerall, what do you think they'll do to your parents? Well, I don't even know if they if they know that House Summerall was involved, like. They would have. Well, what will they do when they find out that they are? I don't. And you're their son. I don't think they will. I mean, no one's no one's been looking for me yet. As far as I know. They won't have to look for you. They know that you'd go for the 
that if they go for your parents, you'd come to them. I don't think they even know that I was involved the other night at, at the foamy Trumpy. Getting innocent folks like this involved in something so heavy, I don't think is a good idea. I'm with Iggy on this one. But it's your family. I just don't know how else we're going to get the chaos we need in the shitty. <gasps> oh, I do! I'm so glad you asked! Okay. No one asked. <laughs> <laughs> we all turn into beetles. <laughs> Step one, beetles everywhere. <laughs> okay, here's what I was thinking. Sildren, you, you are a smart cookie. You didn't even know that you staked out the entire bathhouse, but now... Now we know what it's like in there. We know who to contact. We know where they go and we know how to get into there. So all we got to do is do somebody that's not you and we can completely mess it up with Senator Greyer. After that, all we got to do is really mess up this key thing with House Fast and House Decor. You guys, we have this crazy vaulted key. Not to mention, there's that other key that the Relmars wanted, right? In Idrisil's horrible, horrible nightmare. That one, where we go to get the Nexus key. We get the two keys, everyone starts freaking out over it. We throw in the water and we win. That, that, doesn't someone want those Nexus keys? Like, like someone maybe that would do some good stuff with them? <clears throat> I think it was House Relmar that uh, was the wizards from Idrisil's dream, yes? It was. And I don't think they're up to any good with them. I don't think so either. Okay. What about what about Tumblepot? We could use his help in this, couldn't we? I would love to get Phineas's help! Okay, never mind, never mind. No, that's fine, never mind, never mind. That was a test. (laughs) (laughs) So we know where this key is um, in the pits. Maybe tomorrow we go collect that and then figure out what to do with these keys. I thought we just got your key. Different key. I think it's a different key. key. We're looking for the Nexus key now. This key. This is not, I do not believe this is the Nexus key. This is to, they were going to have this duplicated. This is for Azimir. Probably either the Wizards or House Nikor. Um, The dead guy, did he have the silver bells in his, the silver braid in his hair? Uh, he did, yes. Okay. So this is for House Nakor that they seek this key to be duplicated for something with their vault. I'm not sure if it's the same thing, but the marker mentioned a vault as well. Would this be the same vault? That's what the Nexus key opens, I believe. It mentioned where the key was, where where the nexus was, and it mentioned the vault as well. Yeah. West by Northwest, there was a vault with a key. Yeah. Should we go see if this is the Red key? Is right. There is still the key in the pits. 
unless someone else found it first. Well, as I see it, we are becoming more and more wanted men inside this town. Yes. It's hot. We stay here. It's it's going to be worse, not just for us, but for Jix's parents, should uh, Celine forbid uh, any any trouble befall them. I tell you what. Let's, and with that, Brynros will go and kind of slyly <laughs> check the windows. <laughs> I tell you what. Suddenly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to fill out Pops tonight, see what he thinks. Maybe we don't execute the plan of the houses, but maybe we put a bug in his ear about the possibility should things get a little hostile that um, he has something set up with one of them kind of in advance, like, uh, like, uh, uh, what do you call it on Survivor? Uh, Immunity? Nope. Uh, the thing, you know, yeah. where you vote together say. until you don't anymore. I'm more of a naked and afraid guy myself, uh, but. Uh, it's an alliance? Yeah. An alliance? Yeah! That's not just in Survivor. It's a common term. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams work together. Not a trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, eat yourself. <laughs> Almost got a spit take out of me. <laughs> that one was funny. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> An alliance, yeah. Wow. You're good with words, Janner. Thank you. Take I have a thought. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, you want to skip forward to your dad then later that night? Um. Yeah. Let's let's get him liquored up. Oh, real quick, can we just hear what we had for dinner? <laughs> 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 I remember something about first dinner as well. So <laughs> it's a, it's a whole slew of four different types of sausages with a mango chutney, uh, including some sort of uh, strange uh, couscous as well. That's uh, rather fine. Most of you have never had anything like this. Don't forget uh, the mustard. Oh yeah, there's there's <laughs> two different kinds of mustard to go with. <laughs> so Xander's excited. And uh, Jix makes sure there's a lot of toasts going on and the dad is liquored up a little bit. And Jix, you mm -hmm. and Lord Dukrin are in the family room with the nice couch and the uncomfortable chairs and the fineries there. And you uh, are in mid-conversation. And uh, he says, I, I, I don't know uh, about that at all, uh, Jix. Uh, the, the, we kind of tried to keep our distance from the other three houses. We don't have and, their resources. And I, well, yeah, right. I mean, and that's, you know, real dumb. That's a good plan, usually. But let's say, let's say all of a sudden there was like a civil war uh, of sorts between the houses. Um, I mean, what would, what would Shamaral do to to stay safe? Like, how, how would they protect themselves? They don't well, have first... Firstly, we would make sure that the those who cannot protect themselves are taken care of during any kind of violent conflict. 
and we would keep our distance and see how things fell out. But we would not want to get in the midst of that. These are what, what these if are they brought, these are murderers, Jix. What if, what if they pulled you into it? I can't imagine a scenario where we would get pulled into anything like, like this. If you want to take care of those who don't have, like, I mean, Shamaral does a good job, but they don't have infinite resources like Nikor. They don't have <clears throat> like all the power, like like the one that starts with an R. They're not like assholes with all the <laughs> like underground connections, like Vash. What? What? Like you gotta you gotta have some sort of some sort of like, like plan B. Uh, make a diplomacy roll, Jix. Can, can I can I sing to him first? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. You chat a little bit longer, and then he finishes the conversation with, "I'll I'll have to think about this, but." Uh, if I decide to talk to some of the other Summerall families, uh, and I haven't committed to it, I'll let you know. But we, we, we have, we have been served well by staying out of political affairs as much as possible. The last time we did, things did not go well for us. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I guess... In the meantime, um, promise me, uh, um, you just kind of keep an eye out when you're out yeah. and about. I'll keep an eye out for you. No, no, no. Not for <laughs> you. Just keep an eye out on yourselves, please. All right. I'll make sure nothing unusual happens then, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, it will. All right. Good night, Jix. Good night, Pops. And we'll take our break there. We'll be back in a couple minutes. It is the next morning and everyone is waking up. The sun is just starting to come out. Jix, you are sleeping hard in your uh, human crib uh, that you fit in, that you've gnawed some of the sections off of. Everyone else has had another very uncomfortable night in the guest beds. <laughs> you did, uh, under Iggy's demand, uh, uh, switch things out that Xanner and Brent and Rose were sleeping together and Iggy <laughs> got, there was another drawing of straws and when uh, Iggy lost again, a, a hammer was grabbed and <laughs> just backed away. I said, okay. And he said, not again. Um, it is morning time. There is one person who uh, takes a little bit less sleep than the other and that is your ranger Idrisil and you had had a little conversation with mother. You are returning down the road uh, with a bow slung over your shoulder, uh, light rain pouring and you've got some uh, warm bread you're hoping to get back quickly and some eggs that she has requested. And as you are heading back to the house, uh, you're passing by some of these stores and shops where you just bought some goods. You see there is a fellow uh, in your path, maybe 30 feet in your path. He looks to his left, does a little head motion to someone else in the crowd, and then makes his way over <clears> to <throat> you. He walks up and says, hey, good morning. How's it going? So anyway, yeah, mother, those roast potatoes were amazing. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, uh, can I help you, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, I've been kind of new to this area. I'm wondering if you uh, heard of a friend of mine. He's a, he's a muscular dwarf named Ignore Heavy. Have you heard of him? I'm sorry, mate. Say that name again. 
Ignore heavy. Ignore heavy. Do you mean Igor Heavy? I know an Igor Heavy. You know a dwarf named Igor Heavy? Oh, dwarf. No, no, I don't know a dwarf named Igor. Oh. No, sorry. All right. All right. Well, thanks anyways. Yeah, no problem. And he goes down and starts talking to someone else, asking them some questions. <clears throat> Mother asks, what was that all about? Oh, don't worry about that, Mother. But thanks for uh, having my back, back then oh, and sure. not saying anything. You guys have a great breakfast uh, that Mother does <clears throat> and again goes way over the top. This time she has uh, three different types of greens with three different types of pancakes and four different syrups straight from IHOP and it's absolutely glorious. Uh, and you guys have finished up breakfast and have to decide what to do next. Yeah, that's the question. What are we doing today? <clears throat> I just don't know how she does it with just a simple baguette. I mean, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> flavors. <laughs> Well, uh, if there's going to be any kind of protecting to be done, I, I would feel better with my my shield returned to my side. Uh, not too far away is the uh, uh, the smith. I'll go, I'll go with you if you would like. Yeah, actually, I'd like to go with you too. I've been my sleeves are rolled up nine times <laughs> because the robes are a little big on the guy that wore them before me, and I still have my big staff and. I remember that Kelly and Varro said not to do that. And if she says not to do something, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I want to try less syrup. Let's all go together then to the Smiths. Yep. Yeah, I, I could use a new inseam. All right. You guys head to the Smith. This is the Smith you has your magic shield being worked on. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. The shield has been repaired. Um, I don't know if you've paid for it already, but uh, you have to pay some coinage. I don't think it's a lot, though. I have paid, but uh, the shield that I have is almost literally just a handle at this point. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. The steel shield you took out. That, yeah. uh, that is two gold pieces in value to replace. How much is it to repair? <laughs> <laughs> And he'll give you another loner for that one, and the cycle continues. It's, it's a payday loan. <laughs> it only gives you a plus five. It's a little bit more shabby. Shield day loans. <laughs> it is paid out of my exuberant level of one. I would have liked to have, on the way there, kind of mentioned to everybody that they're uh, they're looking for UAG pretty hard, but... They seem to have your name mixed up, so let's use that to our favor. Yeah. If they find, I mean, like, kind of stand out a little. dwarves. Do you have any of those uh, sneaky Steves on you, Jix? Uh, if you need some, I can make some up. I'll just keep my hood up and, uh, <clears throat> you know. Down, uh, down, keep it. your head down, Iggy. <laughs> it may not be a bad idea to get out of town for a little bit, though. I know Brian Ross was saying that yesterday. We still have uh, a chalice to find. And... Yes, indeed. Uh, off the top of Brian head, uh, does he know where the uh, the um, uh, that location is? I have yeah. just one second. Uh, Savid? 
You uh, have a, a decent idea of where that is, yes. And how much travel is that to get to such a place? That is an excellent question. I'm bringing up my <laughs> map. Roll for understanding <laughs> of knowledge. That is a map. Uh, oh my God, this map is so big. It's like many, many megapixels big. It's loading and it's load and it's five minutes away. It's <laughs> zooming in. All right, there is Mayor Scon. There is patterns through the area. There is Sarvid. Uh, it's just a little bit longer than it took you to get from Tab. So you're looking at maybe seven days. And Brenros mentions that in passing. Seven days away. That is quite a bit of time. Uh, certainly, we could probably use the town to cool down a bit, but that is. I mean, this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but half of us could go there and half of us could stay here. <laughs> we should check. We should double check to pitch like like children <clears throat> maybe wants to do. And then we should check this vault out with this key. Children? Yes. Hi. Can I ask you a question? Jack's here. It's, it's me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. His back legs turn into beetle legs so he can stand up a little bit taller. <laughs> you made a really, really pretty little wolf thing out of wood before. Do you still have that? I do. You Now, if I recall, you wanted to give that to Senator Greyer. Is that right? That was my thought, yes. Were you going to hand it to him? Did it have a message on it? Or did you just want to leave it for him mysteriously? Uh, it was going to be part of a speech given to him on on fearing the wolf basically and and that he was on his way back but <clears throat> and can i suggest something in the bathhouse if we left a small message that said the wolf is on the hunt with that put it in a little thing folded it up and said this is for senator Greyer. do you think they give it to him Likely, yes. Perhaps. I'm just thinking that way we could get the message across. We could get the thing into his hands and no one would have to know who it was from. That is true. That is that is well thought. Yes. Did you hear that, you guys? I got a yes! Someone <laughs> <laughs> write that down! It's the same thing I got a no for yesterday, but it's great! <laughs> uh, Sildren, I also have a question for you. Yes. Uh, you found mm. two letters at the warehouse. Yes. Did you take both of those? Are those both on your person? They are, and okay. actually overnight at the... Um, at the Summerall house, I would have liked to have uh, examined the sealed letter more. Okay, so you want to open up the sealed one? No, I want to examine it. All right. <laughs> Can I open it? It is, it is sealed. Going to like hold it up to the light and try to read from the um, Do I recognize the seal? Is things like that? <clears throat> uh, yes, the seal is of House Nakor. And uh, it it's, has not been opened, and that's all you can tell. It does not have an addressee on it, addresser, and whoever that, whatever that is. Um, 
and yeah. asking Xanner, um, can you tell me if there's any magical uh, dwemer on this uh, on this letter or on the seal specifically? You got. You guys want to know something? I just learned something. I can cast detect magic as a third level spell now, from cantrip to third level. At what is it? It says at heightened at third, you learn the school of magic for the highest level effect within range the spell detects. Oh. If the multiple effects are equally strong, the GM determines which is you, which you learn. Interesting. I right? So that's what I said. Yes. I can do more things. You've now forgotten that spell. I don't want to deal with that. I now. don't know <laughs> what it was, but it was going to be cool. Too many trips to tumble pots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but Xander will detect magic on the fancy envelope. Also trying to steam it a little bit to see if you can get the seal open. <sighs> oh. <laughs> you detect no magic upon the envelope. You believe there is just a single piece of paper within. Smells like rose water. Um, Soldier will break the seal then and, and open the letter. All right, you've broken the seal permanently. Inside is a letter, a handwritten letter on a nice piece of paper, and there's pretty writing that reads, we are asking for you to create a copy of our vault key and return our envoy safely with it. Due to matters of security, we need easier access to our primary vault here in Mirskan. We cannot afford a situation where a member of our house takes sole control of the key and locks some of us out from our assets. This is of such grave concern to us that we are risking sending the key two weeks away while not being able to access our vault in its absence. We have planned some minor assets to be re relocated to sustain our projects for the next few weeks and hope to have both keys back from you shortly. Thank you, Lady Gion of House Nicor. She sounds nice. That's rather interesting, and if <clears throat> we really wanted to damage House Nakor, this is probably, forgive the pun, the key. <laughs> I like that you, like, you cite your own joke. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's well, the plan? This, is, this was a very nice letter. I can I get new robes? I want to get the fixed. Can we do that? Oh, yeah, and also, you, I'm gonna figure out how to shrink my my staff. Uh, you are able to find a tailor who can get you taken care of. It just takes about twenty minutes. You spend just one silver, and he is able to adjust your robes without affecting the magic in them. Uh, the staff, no one has no means of shrinking a staff. Nobody? Guys, House Relbarn, really? Nobody? Nobody can drink this down? Just cut it down. We're going to go find a saw. I can't just cut it down. I might cut off one of the cantrips. You have yeah. two steps then. It's like a totem. There's, there's each section. <laughs> the taller it gets, the more spells it has, right? That's how it works. All right. Is it always going to be big? <laughs> if it's maybe it's I'll grow. Four hours console the doctor. <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> I think this might come down to a vote. 
I don't know. As to what we're gonna do. I think, how far away is the, is the waterfall house? That way. Okay. Uh, waterfall, no. water, waterfall house is uh, far to the east away from where you're at right now. And then the pitch are that way. To the other direction, to the west. Let's do this. They don't know me. I won't wear my floppy hat, so I won't be identifiable. They'll never know me from any other gnome. I'm very, very plain. I'll take the 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 wolf thing, Sildred, and the little letter for him. We'll give it to a Grier, so I'll take it to the bathhouse, and then I'll meet you guys at the pits. By yourself? I can, I can, I can handle it. I'll go with Santa. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Edersil does that a lot. And I think it, it incidentally saves lives. <laughs> Could this be sent by a uh, uh, an official envoy instead of having to send you specifically for the errand? You don't think I look official? You're a little short for a stormtrooper. How dare you? <laughs> could, could, does Jix know of a, of a courier? We could there use. are couriers, uh, and there are higher-end couriers that look very fancy, that can deliver official messages and have someone leave their mark to know that they've been signed for. And sometimes they'll take a picture of the package at the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's Senator Greyer going... <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole thing. You got to be buzzed into the building first. It's oh, a, yeah, it's really, yeah. It's a nightmare. It's, it's, no, it's awful. But yeah, you can uh, definitely do that. Uh, for two silver, someone will send a message anywhere in the city in a decent way. For uh, 15 silver, which is a gold and a half, you can have a really fancy person do it with all that authentication. Xanner uh, and, uh, and I will take... Uh, the 15 silver to a high-end courier. All right. You give, uh, you go to a, a courier location. They uh, take your uh, coin. Who's going to pay for it? I'll do the whole thing, but if Xander, if you want to do five, I'll do 10. I'll do five. Cool. Otherwise, he's Wait. doing the whole thing. Yeah, otherwise. <laughs> I like how he friends. I'll do it all yeah. as long as you do some of it. Well, if you want to be a pal, you know. <laughs> That'd be dope. But if you don't want to be a dick about it, we can split it. <laughs> I won't get to you the entire way back home. That's fine. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, it's only 15 silver. It's the whole naked gun thing, you know. It's just like, hey, do you want me to take care of that? No, you take care of that. <laughs> Xander's having flashbacks of Iggy and Idrisil screaming at each other <laughs> for gold. I'm like, that's right. Well, I learned uh, to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're asking him to take it to the Waterfalls bathhouse. He is taking this uh, wooden sculpture of a wolf that Sildren has crafted. Uh, it's a simple shape. And uh, there's Let's also. Have wrapped that nicely beforehand um, okay. so that they don't see that it's a, a wolf. That is another one silver. Someone has to pay. God uh, damn it, silver! Uh, I'll pay. I'll pay for the wrapping. <laughs> 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 right? Gift wrapping costs like extra. Wax. It always costs extra. <laughs> These add-ons will kill you. And then, <laughs> anything that goes through official channels, it's if it's adorned with wax, it, it gets the. 
All right. Just the career is just like, and some sugar cubes for the horse, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> just like, you want the horse arriving with a smile? <laughs> any little thing. <laughs> Oil for the saddle. Uh, and what's the message you're putting in this? Was I right? The wolf is on the hunt? Is that what uh, you I, I don't like that specifically because that's actually like the wolves like code thing and he's not who we're sending this to is more to frighten him. So I would rather beware have him, his go beware, beware his Yeah, beware the wolf. Um or the wolf is near. Let's let's do the wolf is near. And four W's on Howell. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, would the senator recognize uh, the the amulet of the king? Would that not be a far more significant statement to him? The yeah. actual the actual symbol that, that we got from the king. The actual symbol. Oh, that seems. It seems like that might be an actual like use to us later on. Because remember, we still want to get the uh, the the banner. Is it not also important to sway the senator in some strong way? You have the right idea to make an absolute statement. This seems to be one way, but this is just an old knight's speech. Perhaps we could word the letter in a way that Greyer should get back when Greyer meets the wolf himself. Should the wolf see the amulet, he'll know who the real message is from. Possibly. Unless he gives these things out just like, you know, gold tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service here. It's like, it's like, it's like, like these. they're Mardi Gras beads, basically. Yeah. Just throwing them out. Show oh, me your loyalty. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, Brenner's used to made something in this town. Now everybody's getting like, <laughs> Show me your loyalty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, remind me: Does the, the coming. <laughs> this dependent <laughs> itself? Uh, if we seek out the banner, do we need the pendant itself in order to accomplish that? Is there some something tied in between those two specifically? <clears throat> Anyone? Uh, I'm not I sure. We don't know. I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure about that. I think the amulet should just stay with us. The banner that we left at the warehouse? No, no, no. The the king's banner, the oh. one that he asked us to go get. Right, but no, we have a like a like a, a thing that the king gave us is what we're talking about. Right. And mm-hmm. do we send that to sen- the 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 senator? I I I like that idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be significant. Okay. Okay. I trust you guys with it. This is this is uh, Sildren's call, and it's Sir Brenros's charm. So let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just say for a point of order, real quick. Alistair agrees with this plan. I'm not sure if he still does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, don't don't get me wrong. I have have reservations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it sounds like that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, we need to phrase it so that the senator knows, um, you know, not to take this lightly. What is the what was King uh, Phaon's 
creed. Does he have a credo that when, when he was king? Uh, of Navarre, does he... Do you want somebody to make a lore roll for that, Tom? Yeah. Arm, arm's <laughs> wide open? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we will say Brynros probably. No, he's up on some of that stuff. Uh, make, uh, make, a, well, make a society roll, Brynros. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're given the amulet. I just given the amulet. It's a good safe bet, I would say. All right. Uh, society, you said? Yes. A 20 total. 20 total. You don't remember the exact creed. You're the best one of the group to know it, but it was something along the lines of loyalty and strength and in the West. Loyalty and strength in the West. Renros is just mumbling to himself. <laughs> he does. That's, that's can, the most. Can Xander make a uh, society roll? He, he's a bit of a hobnobber, so he gets knowledge kind of from all over the place. Uh, uh, no. Okay, cool. Uh, Brenros is our best, best guy. You make okay. one untrained yeah, that roll. That is <laughs> Suddenly, just blackballed. <laughs> so the message I have is that the wolf is near with a wooden statue and the big king's uh, the king's big charm. Uh, I think if we're going to do the king's charm, we don't need the 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 wooden pendant. Wooden statue? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and one for your son. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, got it. That has been guaranteed to be delivered within uh, the hour, and they are just need to know where to return with the signature of receipt to prove it to you. How similar, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's return it to the floating trumpet. No, the foamy trumpet. Yeah, you don't want the floating one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and then what? To the pits, to the vaults. To, to the, the pits in the vaults. To the pits. To the pits in the vaults. To the vault right. in the pits. I am removing one amulet of King Fan from my inventory. It's <laughs> oh, a little weird. All right, you guys head off west. It's not quite on the uh, map on the video here, but it is uh, southwest of the Stumps District is a uh, region called the Pits. It's in the lowest part, uh, or kind of around just east of the Long Pier. It is in a very poor part of town. The rain is coming down. You pass uh, through the High Bricks District, take down the steep road into the Low Bricks District, and then and head along the cliff face that's up to that upper plateau to the main part of the city. You're walking along this uh, 40, 30, 40 foot cliff face. Rain's coming down, keeping your hoods over you to try and stay dry and you head towards the area known as the pits. You approach and it is a kind of a fieldish area with some buildings that go in a half circle. And these are ramshackle rundown homes, very poor part of town. And uh, they're in a, a half circle because they, um, they border this half circle is this cliff face up to the upper plateau. And inside this half circle uh, are two large pits. One is about 60 feet wide 
and the area is made up of um, some a little bit of rocky ground and then tufts of grass that are just clinging to different um, sections. Uh, the rocks are a little bit slippery, and you approach the uh, smaller pit, which is known as what, Jix? Do you remember? Jix does not remember. There was one that you dumped crap in and one that you dump everything else in. Uh, there's, <clears throat> that's what he says as he points to the yeah. two pits. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <clears throat> the smaller one is about 60 feet, and you look down in there, and there uh, is uh, a couple of wooden posts that have been knocked down that might have been some sort of barrier, not sure. You see there is a pit that goes down about 150, 180 feet, and you can see there is a, a sewer pipe that's just pouring gunk down out of it that kind of sticks out and it's almost like there's this big cut as though someone did like a big post hole a 60 foot post hole thing and dug a big hole and ripped it up and whatever happened to the under layer of the city is what's left behind this includes a, a section of sewer pipe that's just pouring gunk down there's some other pipes you can see even down there is a mound of garbage and refuse and it smells not so good and then not too far away, maybe another 40, 50 feet is another hole. This one's bigger and it is um, surrounded by a metal railing that's been knocked down and destroyed in certain parts of it. And this one uh, is about 80 feet wide. And you can see there is a small crappy little stool with a small crappy little old man sitting on it, uh, lazily just sitting on this stool facing the uh, pit uh, in the rain. Facing the pit. This yeah. is Sparta! <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, know uh, who that guy is or why he sits there? Uh, no and no. Okay. Um, uh, should we talk to him? Which one are we going to? Ah. This is all on you guys. I was not there. <laughs> yeah, Jix, you mapped it out. Which one is it? It's the one that's that's 1.3 miles west <laughs> by 1.3 miles terrible idea. west by northwest. <laughs> put, put that on record. <laughs> I can't find it. Uh. 1.3 miles due west from this marker lies the nexus point. 1.3 miles west by northwest from the nexus yeah. point is the vault I, with the key. Jake snapped it out but he doesn't remember which pit it landed oh, on. Yeah, it's I, one I don't of these... think you knew. <laughs> it's no, one you of knew these it two. Pits. Uh, uh, Jix, Jix knew at one point. I think you said, I hope it's not the bottomless pit one thing, I think. Yeah, but everyone oh. says that. Yeah, that's true. Walks over to the old man. Hey, so which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Xander actually will approach the old man. <laughs> All right. You... I got this! You walk over to the old man. He kind of looks up from his hood and kind of has one good eye and looks at you. What you got going on? These are two very different pits. And I understand that one of them might have magic. Do you know which one it is? What in the hell are you talking about? 
Sorry, I was trying to figure out which one of these bits was the oldest. Uh, I guess this one. Look, if you're going down, you got to pay my whole price, and that's two silver to use my chain to go down. What's your chain do? (laughs) I got a chain down for any scavengers that go down, and you sound like that's what you're going to be doing. It's two silver, and I get first pick of anything shiny coming back up. But you, you already get two silver. That's the deal. Or you can find your own chain and hope you don't get pissed on while you're down there. If I use your chain, would I not get pissed on? That's a guarantee. <laughs> well, that's worth two silver. <laughs> How about we give you three gold and um, whatever what? we come up with is what we come up with. That's a deal. So I'll um, hand over three gold. Okay, very good. Thank you. He takes it and makes sure no one else is looking in the neighborhood. And yeah, okay. <laughs> so what you... do we just pay this guy for? <laughs> do you want me to go, go into his hole or stay? <laughs> you stay. Well, Why you while, this is, uh, while this is going, he's going to stay there, Jix. Okay, while this is going on, uh, Sir Brenros Aldermain. You can see as you peer down into the uh, much larger hole, which is known as the deep hole, you can see it goes down quite a bit. There are a couple ledges of stone there. uh, It easily descends hundreds of feet before disappearing into the darkness. Uh, You see there is... Uh, a section of stone outcropping, almost like some sort of small, thin obelisk that should be vertical, but it's horizontal. It's about 120 feet down. You're holding onto this little thin uh, railing that's creaky. You look down this hole, the smell is rotten and foul coming from it, and it just keeps descending into darkness. But at 120 feet down on that little outcropping of rock, you can make out a crude symbol of the man Cilia religious faith, which is normally some sort of uh, uh, like a hand that's um, unraveling something or tends to be very grid-like. And you see such a shape. You see a grid-like shape. It's almost like a cloth that's kind of uh, uh, bent over. uh, And this is carved into it. It's a really nice piece of art. And you can barely see this from way up above. And that's the only identification you have. Is this the hole we're bartering to go into? Correct. I see. Bartering is done. Never thought I'd barter this hard to get into a hole. <laughs> An old man's hole. Come, come on. <laughs> I, I do see something very uh, interesting down below. I, I saw this symbol uh, when I was at Carahel. <clears throat> this seems to be the right way to go. That is most certainly. And he's just pointing lazily off into the hole. <laughs> There seems to be some symbols down there that I do recognize. I found it! I told let's, you guys! Let's get this shit over with. Aren't you glad it wasn't the other hole? The poop hole? Well, we may not be so happy to go down this one either. It's not so uh, bad. Uh, Brenros will brace on the chain and uh, assist the rest of the party down. Yep. 
All right. Uh, who's going first? Ignal will go first. Yeah, Ignal, you go first. Go. <laughs> uh, this old man's chain has little leather straps every five feet. Uh, the chain only goes down about 40 feet, but it goes to a big, tall, thick sewer pipe that's sticking out of one of the walls. So it gives you a good uh, landing spot down there. You can tell that uh, there's lots of little bits of activity. Uh, this is you're, you're not the first to go down into this particular hole. Um, and uh, <laughs> and, and Iggy Burgos have like a, a sanitizing wipe, and he's just <laughs> uh, Iggy. You swing your legs uh, over the edge and start to climb down this metal chain. It's a little slick a bit from the rain, but you also have those little straps he's tied to it. I need you to make an athletics roll of twelve or higher, Iggy. Okay, uh, pretty easy. Isn't your athletics twelve? <laughs> it's like, plus twelve. Easy. Yeah. So I, 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 I passed all right 26 26 this is where the assurance feat would come in handy. Yeah. Uh, and Iggy you climb down and you climb down and then there's this sewer pipe that sticks out uh, about maybe uh, eight feet you're passing by these walls the walls are of uh, earth and some stone mixture. Uh, you're you're not sure how this hole has come to be. You arrive and land on this pipe, and there's enough room for uh, the the whole group with a little bit of uh, carefulness to get on there. So, how far down is the ground? Is the bottom? Great question. Pipe? You can't see the ground, even with my dark vision. Your dark vision. How far does your dark vision go? Oh, damn it. I think it's 60 feet. <laughs> I think it's 60, 60 feet as well. All right, so Iggy, you've gone down 40 feet. Looking down, uh, you still have daylight, so you don't need it to see beyond that. Uh, at the 120-foot mark, so you're at surface 40 feet, at the 120-foot mark is where Sir Brenros has pointed. So that's 80 feet below you, and then it keeps going down and down and down and down and down beyond that. Who's next? Sildren, go. Yeah. Sildren, make a very easy athletics roll of 12. 17. Sildren is able to climb down and kind of just frowns at Yathane, who easily just alights upon him once he <laughs> arrives there. <laughs> and then this giant beetle crawls down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> Now that you mentioned it, I gotta check one thing here. Don't well, it's a level three. It's a level three. Oh no. Oh, by the way, um, you guys got your spells and everything back and your hit points back. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I will rest the group. <laughs> yes! Yeah! So <clears throat> when it's Xander's turn, is it Xander's turn? You go ahead, Xander. Renros tries to help him to the chain. Yeah, just so like clears the path. <laughs> so Xander's uh has has doing the swirling hand thing with the black ore that's filling up, and the black ore is starting to get to again. The hole is not attacking attached us. To him, start like starts like climbing and clinging and, and turning everything into him, and turns Xander into a giant ant, <clears throat> a full-on five foot by three foot ant who has climb and a climbing speed of thirty feet. Wow. Yeah. And now you just terrorize the old guy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Just in case 30 feet's not enough, Xander will then also cast underneath the ant that, that 
glowing blue-green uh, under his feet and cast a fleet foot to add another 30 feet of speed. So now he can go 60 feet. 60 move action as a All right. Uh, take the chain. You go the long way around the tunnel. <laughs> this Smiling down. Uh, wow. If you can get down to the, um, the, the, the obelisk thing, I think that would be ideal, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Xander climbs down as an ant, uh, which is crazy. Straight from the what the second Ant Man movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you go climbing just straight down vertically, very fast too, with super uh, fast feet. You climb down, you go past uh, Sildren and Iggy, and you head down to the 120 foot mark. Uh, you see a couple things of interest there. What you see, uh, you've seen a couple little uh, sl- uh, uh, little crevices and cracks uh, that have some grips and marks where some uh, people and looters have gone in on your way down. But much more impressive is right underneath that 120 foot part, there is a big whole section where it looks like there has been part of a city that used to be there that has been built on top of long ago and then crunched ever so slightly. So what you see is like a building and a building on the side of the pit. And then in between them is this gap of darkness that heads deep in that you can see it was actually a cobblestone road. Whoa! What you're looking at is this obelisk that's kind of sticking out and it is part of what looks to be a face of a temple that is inset in about 15 feet underneath the lit. So you have the edge, if you can see me visually, the edge of the pit and then the obelisk and then a a bit of a a rise. And then this temple has a little bit of a balcony spot there. And uh, that's what's got your attention. Oh, and there's one more thing. You see there is a, a rope that is attached to that temple that goes horizontally across to the far wall where it has been bolted in. And that rope uh, is uh, mostly wet, but not completely wet and looks new. Looks new. Correct. Oh, and, and is Xander the first one there? You're the, you're, a, you're 80 feet beneath all... anyone else. <laughs> While okay. Xander contemplates that, who's next down the chain? Jax, you go next. Yeah, Jix, Jix will go. All right, make an athletics roll, 12 or higher. And then uh, Idrisil will cover Jix's rear in the hole. <laughs> oh, 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 12. Oh my 12. goodness. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Oh. With ease, Jix is like, oh, I got this. You start climbing, you slip, you slip, and you grab onto some of those leather straps. You slid 20 feet. You take one point of scraping damage on your hands. Uh, you are able to get down and do this. I meant to do that look to your friends as you arrive on the sewer pipe. Uh, speaking of the sewer pipe, Igno would like to get down on his belly and look okay. inside the pipe. All right. You see there is a... Uh, a metal grate and it has been pushed open and someone has um, a jury rigged it to stay open with some bolts and you can see there's a little bit of liquid in there but there's no motion and it goes uh, 60 feet in and it branches to the left and it goes further into the uh, other hole the other giant hole 
Hmm. Okay. And you're on top of this outcropping yeah. of this pipe in your bigger hole. Uh, Idrisil, you're making athletics roll, climbing down. I am. Please, not a natural one. That's all I need. <laughs> that's, that's all Tom's waiting for. <laughs> yes. Do the thing. 21. 21. Idrisil gets down with grace and ease. And I believe that leaves the heavily armored Knight Sir Brenros as last. Always best to go last if you're heavily armored. Incoming! Incoming! <laughs> the people below you may disagree, but. Well, <laughs> you'll have a chance when the screaming starts. <laughs> All right. Uh, you said athletics? Please. 23. 23. Sir Brenros, you make it down uh, to the sewer pipe. There's a, you guys are a little crowded on there, but there's enough room and you see this weird ant, large ant below you about 80 feet sculling around excitedly. What's going on with you, Xanner? Uh, yeah, so kind of waiting on everybody else, but I'm seeing the rope. How long's this last? Full minute. Can you can can Xander communicate in ant form? Uh, I say talk? yes, only with other ants. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can, right? I, I, there's a, I, doesn't D- say not. DM just said yes. Yeah. So, so um, ignore Xander, 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 Xander. Should we come down? Down, down. Yeah. So yeah. It, upon seeing the rope and seeing everyone, what they're they're full eighty feet above me. Is that right? Yes. All right, so Xander's gonna whoop, crawl right back up the wall, and, okay. and just just get up to them, and uh, with his ant face, I'm pushing it. There's a rope there, and I think I might be able to help you down. I'm big enough. I might be able to carry one of you. Um, <laughs> I step back. Yeah. <laughs> Jix just hops on, grabs All right. the and I. This is beyond <laughs> sanity, so I don't question it. I just so, uh, you, so grab, you, you grab onto the sensitive antennas. Giddy up, Xantropy. Xantropy, so, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man. Zantropy, what do you say? Oh Iggy, what are you trying to say? Sildren, can I have your rope? Of course. <laughs> so I take my rope and Soldier's rope, tie them together, and then tie them off that chain. And that gives us 100 feet of rope to get down. Okay. Xander, uh, you have half your time left, 30 seconds, and you are taking <laughs> Jix down. Uh, Jix makes you encumbered. Your move speed is reduced by 10, which is still insignificant to a 60 <laughs> move speed. So you are able to go down, but you can't take more than one person or you would not be able to move. Uh, or, or actually, you'd be able to move extremely fast yes. uh, vertically. Um, <laughs> Come on. Vertically down. Come on. Jix, understand this visual. You are a goblin in a fantasy world inside a tube that smells rotten in a giant hole with rain coming down from above on top of an ant that is inverted going down. In my element. That is crazy. Uh, (laughs) Xander, you scuttle down and you do a maneuver where you not only come down, but that you invert under that lip with Jix hanging on desperately. And then you climb down the face of the crunched in a bit temple. It's about 20, 25 feet tall has been crunched down to that. And then you drop him off on this little ledge right there. And Jix, you have arrived safely. Xander, you believe you can get all the way back up to the sewer, but then your spell would go away. Mm. 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 You think anyone else would want to go? 
Actually, no. You've got really good speed. You can bring one more person. I'm going to go try to bring one more person. Take Brown Rose. <laughs> so, Xanar uh, uh, immediately uh, scurries back up the wall as fast as possible. I got time for one more. Take another step back. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want any part of it. And it's yeah. a lightweight. I think a heavy. Andrew's help. Andrew's help. It just starts climbing back up the rope, but Xander just crawls underneath him and just scoops him up anyway. And just takes me down. Idrisil's going down? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Xander, you are able to deposit Idrisil, the ranger, down, and the rest of you need to climb down. Uh Uh-huh. Iggy, going first. Make an athletics roll. A total of 30. 30. <laughs> That's Jumps. a critical success several times over. You are able to get down and find a path, and you are able to point that out to the rest of the group, and the others follow it and do not have to roll. Nice. Ooh, nice. Hey! I trust the <laughs> footwork. You have too many feet. I can't comprehend this. Or you had too many feet. You got to arrive back into gnome form. <laughs> reminds Chicks, me, I need to put my Chicks food away. Still holding on. <laughs> You're still riding. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got locks of his hair. <laughs> no, he went. He went up and brought Eater still down. You're not. Oh, on. You're right. not. On. Now you jump back on. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Down the dark cobblestone path. So yeah, so for my visual, the symbol is like above us now. It was like on a the lip of the wall, and now we're in the underneath kind of crevice. Yeah, essentially, essentially, it was a temple. If this is the uh, the face of the temple, it has mm-hmm. some stone structure uh, and iron const- uh, constructions here. Okay. It had a, an avenue bit in front of it. Then things got crunched, and this hole appeared. And so the parts, top parts, got wedged over, and you were able to see some of that from above. And now most of the front of it's gone. Now there's this little balcony section here, and there's a doorway here. Um, you can see there is onto the side of it is this avenue with some crushed down old looking shop type things. Uh, It goes quite some distance. You're not sure what's further down there, but you can tell a couple things. You can tell that it's uh, this temple is very long. It's about 25 feet tall and very long, made of very solid stone. You can also tell Xanner, that the architecture of this quote-unquote crushed down lower city in ruins is very reminiscent of the bluish underground town where the Zolgath layered from many episodes ago. Oh my gosh, under the under the hill, the blue yes. town. Yeah. Yes. Um, you notice that. You can also notice right here uh, is in a is a giant engraving of a hand. Uh, like a reached out, almost lazy hand that is pulling on a grid-shaped cloth that's just slowly unraveling it. And it's just an amazing carving to replicate that kind of a three-dimensional shape. In one of the lower squares of this big uh, grid-like uh, 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 carving is a square door. And the door is made of stone. It looks heavy, but it is also partly open. Edersil and Jix, you've been down there for a while. Make a perception roll 22, and Sildren, I have something for you as well, uh, but you don't have to roll. Edersil and Jix, perception roll. 
Uh, With an 18. And a 22. You guys see nothing of interest. Uh, Sildren does, looking in a completely different direction. As everyone's kind of looking at this temple entrance with the, with the partly open door, uh, you notice your healer's kind of looking behind. You see Sildren looking down off the ledge. So you got the balcony, uh, the, the, the temple. It's got a little bit of a, a quote-unquote balcony. It's really just a, a crushed road that's kind of falling dangerously. Uh, someone's about to tell Sildren to keep going. You see Sildren's looking very concerned down further you're at your destination you see sildren looking down further with a with an odd concerned look on his head brenros you go over to check in on him and sildren you just point down the hole and you see several hundred feet more down still it goes down into darkness and darkness but several hundred feet down just before the light ends you can see a uh a section of a tower half sticking out of that's damaged and ruined sticking out of uh, the side of the hole uh, and you can see a man appear in a window at this tower who then drops out of the tower and falls into the darkness Brenros, you see this and wonder what in the world is going on you can see a woman appear at that window in this tower, hundreds of feet below you and in the darkness, and she falls out. And Sildren is still pointing, and he's pointing at the uh, side of the tower. And as the woman falls by, she falls past an engraving of a star being pierced by a sword. We saw that in Tavernry? Yes, between Tabernary and Edlin home. The Tower of Scorgenar. What he said. Tell us more, Xanar. But, but let's, I mean, can we get back <laughs> to the point where there are people <clears throat> underground walking off into a pit? And remember who yeah, encountered can... in that tower? <clears throat> Undead. Yeah. Who did you encounter in that tower? I don't remember. The, the, a so, lot of undead. I almost died. And um, it just so check the tracks, if any, um, like on the ground, marks for footsteps or anything. Yeah, make a survival roll. Okay. Um, which one? Let's go with alphabetical survival. Ugh, 50. I'm going to use one hero point. All right. Because I'm just not... I'm rolling well with my bow, but nothing else. All right, 22? You see there are tracks heading into the uh, the this ruined temple. You estimate about half a dozen. Half a dozen boots. It looks like uh, we're not alone down here. Not by a long shot. Sildren, what's got your eye down there? You more need to see it. It's hard to explain. Uh, Xander will run over to the edge to go look. All right. You see the same thing that uh, I mentioned. You don't see anyone uh, throwing themselves to their doom, uh, but Brenros mentions it in passing solemnly. Are these... 
in my readings with Kara, in Karahel, the temple, uh, would I have uh, recalled or even read uh, uh, that this would be one of those rituals that uh, are of uh, Mencilia? Uh, make a religion roll with plus two from your extensive Karahel studies. Religion roll plus two. You 16. You're not sure. It's madness all the same. <clears throat> madness! Undead madness! You guys, Galleon Vero warned us that Raineth may be back in Mirskan. Mm-hmm. He controlled undead people too, at least in Tavernry. Do you think he maybe has something to do with this? Quite possibly, and I have another little box for him, too. Um, I mean, I thought I thought I took him out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's some other guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah must have been. Probably, probably. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, Brynros, and she's his uh, sword and starts to advance into the temple. All right, leaving the balcony and darkness in literal and figurative sense of behind, down deeper in the pit. Brenros heads into another type of darkness, and that is the opening of the temple. You have your sword and shield out, you see your newly repaired shield. You slip through the crack in the, uh, or the opening in the big door and head inside the temple. Uh, it is very dark in there, but you do see some light up ahead. There is a room you are entering Brenros, and there is a singular beam of light uh, that is lit up uh, with fog, with darkness all around it. And Sildren will follow, and he'll use his um, the the his uh, watch Aeon thing. Watch. Yeah, his yeah. Aeon watch. All right, and light uh, appears behind you, Brenrose. The two of you, with the rest of the group coming shortly after, can see you are in a. Uh, medium-sized room, maybe 40 by 40, 50 by 50. The Temple of Mencilia, it feels cool and it is very quiet. Uh, the, the floor has curved corners at the bottom and it's everything is made of the same mottled stone. It's again, very Spartan. Um, there's not much here. There's no sense of reverence about this place. You don't feel that the eyes of some forgotten guard, uh, a god, uh, linger here or anything like that. The place is old and has been left to ruin. Uh, the two of you who are the first ones there can spot two old stone chairs that face one another in the center of the room. So they are to the side of the door as you come in. There are two chairs facing one, one another, one slightly higher than the other. On the smaller chair lies a backpack. Off to the right side is a beam of light with a fog that you can see. You thought there was fog or smoke in the room and there's just this light was uh, lighting it up. It's literally a column of whitish fog lit up by an unknown light source and just creates this uh, maybe th three foot diameter column of foggy light. And then on the opposite wall is an opening uh, with a corridor beyond. Uh, Xander will detect magic on the column of fog. 
Xander, you go over there, you detect magic. You detect magic and can also see as you peer in, there is a single piece of paper suspended in the air, just lightly rotating in the air. Guys, there's paper in here. I think I can read it. Xander will, will continue to squint yeah. and see if he can read anything on it and focus. You can see there are words on the paper, uh, but you cannot read them from here due to the fog. I just got to get a little closer. Got to be careful now. Uh, Ignal will check out the backpack. <laughs> uh, Ignal, you check out the backpack. It is a new backpack. Its leather has been freshly oiled with flaxseed, uh, and it has not been here long. What's anything inside of it? Yeah, inside are five days of rations, a small bedroll, and 50 feet of coiled rope. Ooh, I'll take that rope. All right. I'll take the rope and the rations. All right. Somebody's going to come back and just not be able to get out and starve to death. (laughs) (laughs) Idrisil, you see the... Uh, corridor leading out on the opposite side of the room uh, looks odd in the light, and you're, 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 something seems odd about that corridor. Something seems odd about that corridor. Is it the light? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just was going to draw his bow and uh, sneak over and check it out. All right. Um, you see the corridor looks like it is uh, warbling a bit, like it's moving and undulating slightly, moving left and right and up and down just gently. It's a very odd visual effect. Uh, the The room you're in is totally uh, normal, but then right at the edge where that corridor is, it's like some drunken uh, POV just within. Have I seen this before with something similar that Xanner could uh, control? I can't, I can't remember exactly where that was, but there was a wall that Xanner could uh, control at one point. Um, oh, we could, right. A barrier that we could walk through. I, um, I fully took control. It was actually that was it was in, under Scorgenar. Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a uh, like a like a light shimmer that was yeah. defending it, and I, I completely so I, took control of it. Is this similar to that other Tower of Squirgenar wall? Make an occult roll, please. Okay. Break that out. D- get the dust off of that <laughs> skill and roll it. With a shiny plus two, let's go with 17. 17. You have not seen anything uh, like this before. Does not match. Okay. Um, I will... Um, I'll just I'll point it out and call it out to the magic users. Uh, All right. This wall seems to be shimmering a bit, and the light t- catches mm-hmm. it oddly. This is such a bad idea. What are you thinking, Agno? Show who's first. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, Sildren will walk up to the column of fog and say, through power, all can be unlocked. All right. Um, there is no effect. What does that do? Uh, nothing, apparently. <laughs> Have you tried to go into just, the fog? Just, just an idle fog. thought. <laughs> it's just fog. Let Mm-mm. me try something. Mm. I'm going to pull an eat, uh, eat, uh, did you. I'm going to do what you did. Watch. And uh, Xander will mimic the actions he's seen uh, Sildren do 
there is no autumn breeze, nor is there any spring fresh cell, but he casts Dispel Magic as a pink glowing aura pops up from the inside and just pushes straight out of him, trying to do the same hand gestures he watched children do. All right, make a spell attack roll from any of your spells. Oh, they're all, it's all the same spell attack roll. Uh, they are, so let me just, uh, yeah. uh, 27. 27, you do that. You see a flicker a bit of the fog and it moves a little bit more, but you have no effect and it is still there. Dang it. I can't do it yet. Runros tries to find some trace of where this person has gone. Who owns the backpack? Uh, make a perception roll. 24. 24. You can see there are a little bit of uh, dirt and loose stones that have come in over the years uh, that have been disturbed heading into the corridor that Idrisil is right next to. This seems to be where the owner of the pack is gone. Why did he not disturb, or she did not disturb the column of fog? It could be dangerous. I don't know. I don't feel like sticking my hand in there to find out. Oh, I'll do that! (laughs) Hold on there, Janner. Jix takes his dagger and throws it at the piece of paper. All right. The dagger goes flying through the fog, hits the paper, moves the paper. The dagger clatters and falls out the other side. And then the paper slowly moves back into the central position and just gently floats there. Well, someone get on the other side and grab the fucking paper. And he goes to grab his dagger and and throw it again. Okay, you Not stand over there. Yeah, put your face <laughs> right up to it. I'm going to really tell this shit. <laughs> Anyone? No, that's me... stupid. I'll poke it with my staff. It's huge and long anyway. It won't even matter. And Xana takes a staff and pokes it into the fog to, to hit the paper. All right, I want to make sure I understand this correctly. Xana is taking his high-end magic staff and putting it into the magic column of light and fog. It's like the I think that's fine. And the J- Jix, but the, but the, the, the butt end of the staff, the butt no, end. No, not, no. Not, the, not the crystal end, obviously. All right. not stupid. Okay. All right. It's repairable end. You push that in, and you are able to get it through the fog, and it comes over, and it touches the single piece of paper, and you are able to push it, and it goes right to the other edge, and it stops. The page will not leave uh, this column. However, you push it right next to Jix, and Jix, you can read it gonna say oh hold it right there it says it says words hold on uh jix can read right yes Mm -hmm. uh jix it reads the following handwritten handwritten message what other type of message (laughs) would be written in this fantasy world comic sans (laughs) you see a message is written on there it reads my brother if you have made it this far to Mirskan, then you only have to go a little further. The Nexus key lies within the remains of this abandoned temple for safekeeping against any thieves who stumble upon it. 
With your elemental magic and reading up on your Mancilia history, you should be able to destroy the seals and slip past the defenses I have repurposed. I wish you well, and I'm sorry I cannot be there to hand you the key myself. Signed, Antoria. All right, something about, uh, what's up, bro? Um, if you made it this far, uh, you gotta just go a little further. Um, the remains, go, go further into the remains of the temple, use some elemental magic, and, um, and break the seals and the, and the defenses, and signed Antorio. How? How do we break the seals and defenses? Elemental magic. Okay. And oh, lore, um, lore, lore of of Mancilia. I feel like I was born for this. It sounds like a version of of um a first player, really, to me. Player one. That's what it's called. Not first player. What? <laughs> Never mind. Called alliance. It's a very common word. <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture movie references a better book. Um, that's what it says. Already player. Okay, okay, okay. Player. <laughs> so we gotta go and in, further into the temple. This way. But we need someone who knows about about the about Mancilia stuff. Renrosh, is I that did you? Some reading. I poured over it a good bit. I wouldn't call it an official study. What about elemental well, magic? Do we have one? You're of our you're our new Mancilia expert, so Mancilia <laughs> expert. That's now my my official title. Mancilia expert. Well good. let's get this over with. Vicky is just constantly uncomfortable. <laughs> He's the only dwarf that doesn't want to be underground. Yes. Reminds the trees. Give me a body of water and a ship. That's true. That's true. I was getting a real return of the king vibe when um Brenrose like went right into the darkness and I was expecting uh Iggy to have make something a, to say about it. Yeah. And my axe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he'll lead the way. He'll, like, approach that shimmering <laughs> hallway. All right, Iggy leads the way. He goes in the shimmering hallway, and bam! You are hit with a magical effect. Make a willpower save, Ignol Heavybringer. Yep. A, thir- a total of 30? A total of 30. You avoided a hell of a lot of... <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> uh, wow. You take three points of force damage no. and step on through and just kind of shake your head a bit, and that's it. It's, it's fine. Come on through. <laughs> it's fine for a dwarven head. How about this? And uh, Brenros will walk up, and uh, also uh, he will utter the phrase, through power all can be unlocked. Brenros, you uttered that. Shimmering. You utter that phrase so towards the shimmering, and the shimmering stops, and the corridor stops moving, and it looks like a normal visual through the corridor. Man, silly expert indeed, and walks through into the... Bam! No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk through without any trouble, and the rest of the group follows suit. <laughs>
You're giving me a shakes head like what the fuck. I'm not gonna be able to take these chances when you scare me like that, you know? Alright. Uh, all right. Ahead, you guys see the temple opens up into rough-hewn walls of stone rather than uh, that white uh, mottled stone uh, with uh, much more cavish, but still a cut, but much more crudely. And the floor is, instead of being stone, uh, you can see there's dirt and more dirt, and then it's all dirt. Uh, and you're all in almost like a pseudo-cave environment. The opening spills out into a large chamber with several walls of rock cutting across it. It's poorly lit. Uh, the best light you have is coming from uh, Sildren's uh, watch. You can see shifting of movement up ahead of the stone. You originally thought it was shadows, but you see it as the stone itself is moving. Small stone beings, maybe uh I'd say a small, maybe five to eight feet tall beings of stone. Several of these beings, these creatures are on the attack. Some of them come out of the stone walls where they were hiding and blending in and are racing towards you. One is hammering against a stone door on the far side of the wall. And another is lashing out in another far corner at a young priest of Karahel who is fighting defensively in a corner who is in quite a bit of trouble and we have a combat again on our hands everybody Whoa! yes uh, let's switch to battle mo engage a battle mode we have the battle Sandra just turns back into a bug <laughs> we have that there let me show you the map is this be air, earth? Water and fire? Earth. I'm gonna guess earth. You have a yeah. map? Do you see a map? Nope. Negative. I'm looking. Sorry, I'm looking. There we go. Share. Share. How about that? Oh, got it. Big old map. Let me resize this for our viewing audience. Resize it for me. Jesus. Um, you can resize it yourself and get it all to fit. <laughs> control, control with your left mouse pulls up the bottom and can pull the right side only. So you just keep pulling up, keep pulling up, keep pulling up, keep pulling right, keep pulling right. And then you can zoom out with mouse wheel control. That might look good. Let me double check the viewing audience can see that. That looks gorgeous. What a nice cave. Let me get this over here. I got to do it twice. And then I'll get our tokens on there. All right. Going to here. We got combat music running. There we go. All right. We have some heroes I need to place. Zooming out. There we go. We have some heroes. Who was first? I believe it was Iggy. Correct. Yeah. Iggy is there. 
We have that there. We have that there. Down over here, we have that. And just getting everyone dropped in. Um, we have that. We have Ziothane. And I'm missing. There we go. That is our situation. We have essentially two. Uh, what the heck? was some sort of light marker here. What is Sorry. That? Oh, that's all right. We'll just leave it there. Uh, okay. Uh, we have essentially uh, two little hallways that's branched out a bit. Two little hallways you guys have dumped into on the east side of this chamber. Uh, you have a couple sections of uh, rock walls that are in the way. And it's pseudo cavish, but you can also see it's been carved. There's a small little altar in the center of this chamber where there are two of these... Uh, uh, quadruped stone creatures. They have uh, a horn, like a, a like a narwhal type of a horn sticking out. Uh, they move quickly. There's another one that's much closer to your group, so you see those two. Uh, there's another one to the northwest of these creatures that's attacking this priest of Karahel, and then there is a, a slightly larger stone creature to the southwest that's hammering on a door, and you can hear a uh, a high-pitched uh, voice of a woman screaming on the other side of that door. And that is our situation. I've rolled initiative, and unbelievably, Sir Brenrose is up first again. Whoa. The man's on fire. All righty. Uh, let's see. I, let's see. I heard the, I hear the call of the, uh, I believe it's a woman. Screaming. Yes. Oh, but... All right, we are moving. Anticipating. How bad is the uh, fight going on from over? I can't tell from this distance. No. Going to close along the wall. Uh, so going down a bit to the south a little bit. Uh, first action rounding, kind of making some distance and moving past the first creature that's on the south. Uh, you can get next to it uh, for two actions. You can move further beyond it if you'd like. I'd like to not be next to it when I make my third action, a move and move further away. Okay, you are running along the southern wall. Done. Xanner, uh, you're next. Okay. Uh, how, so based on size, it looks like he's about 50 feet out? Uh, yes. Thereabouts? All right. So Xanner's uh, going to get just a, a little bit. Ooh. Mm. He can't attack and do the same thing at the same time. I don't think. Let me check my range for the elemental toss. It's 30 feet. Cool. Uh, okay, so Xander's going to do two things. First, he's going to uh, cast a blue light uh, from his feet, and the orange kind of glows up and around, and it can, gives him the, uh, the really fleet step again. It gets that ready, so uh, he can move it at an extra 30 feet. So he'll be, at his, at his current speed, he'll be going at 55 feet per move. Okay, wow. And as he's just sitting there and he can't move yet, he's kind of revving up, uh, he'll put up a shield. Done. 
Moving this over. Where's my combat track? There it is. Next up are these uh, quadruped creatures. Uh, they almost have a horse-like shape to them, uh, but they're made of stone that kind of crumbles and reforms as they move. And the first one up is uh, turning around and racing towards Sir Brenros, who uh, ran past him. It charges at you and does a lancing charge with this uh, horn uh, sticking out the front of it, and it makes a strike against you with a total of 32 to hit. 32 will hit. All right, hits you for 19 points of damage. You are impaled and it strikes a second time with a 21 to hit. That will just bounce a little bit off my armor. All right, Uh, the next one is uh, that one and it is attacking the uh, young priest and got that one and then now there are two that are located around this uh altar and they go racing fast towards the group and let's see one two three it races towards iggy one does but it ends its turn let me double check its speed no it's fast it races there and gets one attack another one races towards idrasil and gets an attack here's the attack on iggy and it is a 21 to hit nope Idrisil, you got one coming at you with a 29 to hit. 29 does hit. Uh, You are hit for 14 points of piercing damage as you are impaled. And that is it for all of them. Oh, and then the big guy to the southwest hammers and hammers at the door, the stone door and sections of the door starts to splinter and he is about to get his way in. Ignal, you're up. Oh, I'm going to just and start raging and then uh, swing away at this this guy with a, a 21 21 is definitely a hit oh uh, seven, uh 19 points of damage you slop off several nice. sections of stone and I'll he'll attempt to hit him again with a uh, nah, oof, a 12 12 ain't nothing yeah Sildren uh, how far away am I from the uh, Priest Carahel? Oh, God. Uh, 80, about 120, 140 feet. 140 feet. Okay. Um, so I will travel 105 of that, I suppose. Um, 30, 60, 90, yeah, 105 feet. Racing super fast. Yeah, and Yathane will kind of follow suit. All right, Idrisil. Ooh, Idrisil just got hit, kind of knocked back a little bit. Uh, First thing I'm going to do is raise my shield. I'll raise my shield on this creature, and then... Man... It's stone, so I don't know how much of an effect I'll have here. Uh, I'll just, with your sword! Yeah, I'll just take out my um, short sword, and I will hack away. All right, that's a quick draw of the short sword. What are you doing yes. with the bow? Are you dropping it on the ground, or are you going to spend an action to put it away? Oh, yes, I did say I had my bow out. Um, yeah, let me spend my action. I'll just use my last action to quick draw the sword. Okay, and that's a free attack then. 
Yes. Okay. With a 23 to hit? 23 is a free hit, yeah. Nice. Right. There you go. And max damage, seven points. Seven points. Uh, you just still been getting some hits. All right. Uh, next up is the, uh, not, yeah, <laughs> I keep doing that, Jix. You got one that's about maybe 10 feet away and uh, the whole bunch of chaos beyond that. So Jix is going to rush at the one that's 10 feet away and attempt to mount it. You're going to attempt to mount it. All right, you race over there. Make a acrobatics roll, please. Acrobatics. You need to roll a 19 or higher. Oh, okay. That's a 23. With a 23, you are atop the creature and have one action left. What's he going to name this one? (laughs) Stone Torpede just doesn't roll off the tongue. (laughs) Doesn't. It's really going to suck when you get to fire trippy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Shoney! And he attempts to uh, steer it towards the one to the south. Uh, okay, you st- attempt to steer it to the south, and you have no control, and it does not respond <laughs> in any way. All right. Uh, Sir Brenros, you just see the goblin has just mounted your t- uh, someone off in the distance. You've got another <laughs> one that's closing in on you, uh, and you also see Sildren has outpaced you, but he's up to the north. What are you doing, Brenros? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you really covered a lot of ground. Uh, this one that hit me in the back, though, that is uh, a problem. Uh, so what? I will... You got four seconds. I got to check on my Three, people over there. Two. Uh, I'll make an attack here. All right, do it. Attacking this creature. It is just an undulating pile of stone. Uh, It's a shifting pile of stone. Shifting pile of stone, 30 points. Frustrated, you whip around, strike, and get a critical hit on the creature. Nice. That is 34 points of damage. Wow, you lop, you lop off its stone uh, head and is still able to attack and function, but you what? did some big damage. Jeez. Uh, that was your first action. You have two more. First. The second will be an attack, a follow through. Good luck. A 28. Nice. Almost another critical hit. Oh uh, good job is 13 more points of damage. All right, you continue to hack and hack. You have another action to go. Uh, this time I will brace and prepare for its attack. All right, shield, shields up, Captain. Xander. Xander's going to run right up next to Sir Brandros or even past him, uh, depending on, on his action speed. I'm guessing it's about here at 55. While he's racing by, Brynros is turning to him. What do you know of these? They're made of stone. (laughs) I can see, I can feel that. (laughs) Uh, Brynros, your move is 20. Yeah, you're just a little bit further uh, back than that. And you're good, Xander. That was your first action. You're super speeded. Yeah, Uh, I will elemental toss 
right at the uh, the stone thing with another bunch of, bunch of rocks. Okay. So Xander's gonna gonna use his, his aura. He's gonna use the, the the orange aura as he's running up, and just flick it right at him. For yeah. Uh, 25. 25. You strike the stone creature with more stones. And I hit it for 10. 10 points points of damage. Um, More chunks are taken off. It's still standing, but uh, it looks like it's ready to crumble. You have an action left, I think, Xander? Yeah, Xander's going to continue to run. You get him! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Run a second time towards the big door. All right. Where the uh, big guy is. Brenros, that creature attacks you with a 32 to hit. It hits. Uh, it hits, hits you with its leg for 16 points of bludgeoning damage. And then a 20 to hit. And then a 19 to hit. It's I assume those are misses. Miss. All right. One hit, though. It did get in. There is another creature. It uh, makes... Uh, another attack. Ooh, and another attack. Uh, the young priest is hit hard, uh, and the other attack misses. There is a one of these uh, destrier creatures of sand that's attacking no one for its first action. It is bucking off uh, Jix. Jix, uh, make a athletics roll to maintain mounted. <coughs> That's 18. 18. Uh, Jix, you are bucked off and take two points of bludgeoning damage. And then uh, to add insult to injury, it stabs at you with its horn for 27 to hit. Oh, that hits, yeah. And 10 points of piercing damage. And then it stomps on you with its hoof for final measure. Uh, But that's an 11 to hit and misses. Okay. Uh, There's one last of these type of creatures, and that's the one next to Idrisil. And you have wounded it slightly. Returns the favor with a natural 20 critical hit. Oh, Oh, no. Idrisil, you've been stabbed for just 29 points of piercing damage. And then it... And Idrisil gets pissed. It lowers its head down. You reach out, grab onto its horn, and snap off its horn with a critical failure. Oh my god. A natural 20 and a natural one. Back to back. And um, then it tries to stomp you with a hoof and misses. Wow. I'm sorry, how many points of damage did you say? 29. 29. Uh, 29. Thank you. Uh, the last guy is this guy. He smashes the door, smashes the door, and steps into the small chamber to the southwest. Just getting out of your vision, Xanner. Uh, Ignal. You see, uh, uh, Jix just got tossed and uh, skewered. Yep, and I'm gonna uh, la- laugh at Jix getting bucked off, <laughs> okay. and then uh, swing right at this this thing's face. Is that Go a whole it. action laugh or just uh, with a, a natural twenty? Natural nice. twenty. They're flying fast and furious. Oh my god, that's good damage. Uh, thirty-six points. Uh, uh, ah, 30, 38 points of damage. Wow. 38 points go. of damage. I just don't want to do the math. Uh, it is dead. It shatters yeah. apart and crumbles. Wow. Um, and then I'll race down. I'm sure it's going to take me two moves, but I'll get uh, move down to this one next to Idrisil. Next to Idrisil. All right, you get a flanking section on Idrisil. Sildren, you're up. I had it, Iggy. I had it. 
Uh-huh. You still have its horn embedded in your chest. <laughs> See, uh, I have it right here. I have it. <laughs> uh, Sildren will cast a level two heal on the uh, Priest of Karahel. All right. Um, healing him for 23 points Jesus. of damage. You heal him greatly. Um, uh, he, he, I, he's stunned seeing you here. I you, give by a, the way, uh, recognize him. Okay. You recognize him from beneath the amphitheater. I knew it! Yeah, okay. Um, Sildren will just toss him a little wink. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Call me later. uh, And then draw draw his bow and uh, fire at the uh, creature. Fired will. Uh. 30 total. You critically hit with your shots. Nice. So that will be for uh, 12 points of damage. All right. Your your arrow disappears inside of it. (laughs) And then uh, Yanthane gets, is able to get there because I've used all of my actions so she can use her single action to get to him. Um, But now I have my bow out. He's healed and she and the thing's flanked. All right, carry on. Uh, question for you guys on the combat tracker for the creatures, you don't see their hit points, but you see like a colored when they're taking damage. Type yeah, of? it says like wounded, heavily wounded. Okay. Um, so we have some idea of, I think that's of good. how yeah. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you see any effects on the creature? If yeah, there I, is effects, yes. Yeah, when you write them in, um, or you've given them effects, then 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 we see them. If if like you say that they're flat footed okay. or whatever, then then they appear. Do you see any effects right now? No. Okay. No. All right. Cool. Uh, that was Sildren uh, Idrisil. Ooh. Okay. Flanking bonus, sir. Don't forget. Flanking bonus. Um, well, I will run and I'll take care of it. (laughs) No, no, no. Quite the opposite. Watch out because. Oh, great. (laughs) I don't. What's this? (laughs) I. Oh, no. um... Burning hands! (laughs) It's not burning hands. But it's the ring of the the ram. Shit. (laughs) So we're going to go with all three actions here. For nice. one giant falcon punch. Uh, he's got to make a. He's got to make a fortitude saving throw. A fortitude saving throw. Yes. It got a twenty-six. Ooh, that means it passes. So let me get my ring of the ram. So on a pass. Success. The target takes half damage and is pushed half the distance. So that's only half damage. That's half damage of 66. That's still Whoa. plenty of damage. Roll it, roll it, roll it. Yes. Roll good. We've had a lot of low bulk rolls tonight as well. Yeah, it's an obnoxious. Like three or four D8, and you get like seven uh, points of damage. Sorry. I did not do that right. Let's do four and two. I can't do six. All right. 18 points of damage. So it takes nine. Uh, All right. Takes nine. And to that guy, got it. Not 
and it gets knocked back uh, half of 15 feet. I just moved him back away from you as well as Iggy got pushed back as well. I was going to say, does that, does no that give Iggy a opportunity attack? No, it does not. Jix, <laughs> Jix, you are prone, I believe. What are you doing? Um, Damn. Yeah, I guess I am prone. All right, Jix will take one move to stand up. Okay. And then how far away is he from Iggy and, and that one? That one is 35 feet. Um, and then he'll take two moves to uh, get to the opposite side of the horse All right. creature as we eat. Uh, I got your back here, Iggy. Renros. Renros is attacking. What's this? You got it, Renros! A third hit. He does got it. That is another (laughs) critical hit. Level six guys are kicking butt. That is 27 points. Boom, you cough as the creature shatters into tons of sand and dust, and it is gone. You have two actions left. It is an about face. I am running for the door past Zanner. All right, you can't get, what's your speed? 20? You can't get too far. Uh, You're a beam Zanner's. I'll I'll rephrase as best I can. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more Zanner. Zanner will, uh, will... Blast up and around the corner to get into the doorway. Did you hear it? Be careful. <laughs> where, where I, uh, can I make a quick observation check or see what I see, or should I just fire? Yeah, yeah. Inside, you see the creature is right there, and it is slowly stomping towards a uh, halfling woman uh, who has uh, two daggers out and looks really panicked that this creature is there. Oh, Xander, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to be a hero. No, he's going to go fireball. <laughs> uh, point, point blank range, but not that bad. I will cast lightning bolts. You've got the best setup for any romance here. The door opens wide. The silhouette. <laughs> Tiny little silhouette. You just need theme music. All right, it's a reflex save, is that right? Correct. All right, it makes a reflex saving throw of 27. Mother, father! (laughs) Fine! He saves for half. And he will take... Nine! Damn it! Nine points of electrical damage. I threw four d12s, and two of them were ones, and one of them was a five. (laughs) Ring of Uh, I have. I also have a little bit of bad news. When you light up this uh, sand creature, it's a bipedal creature, a little bulky up top of the shoulders, uh, no eyes, but you can see like a rough shape of a head as it's leaning in and stepping towards with these sand-like uh, hands. Uh, you blast it upside with this lightning. The lightning lights it up, and where you hit it, the whole back and then around the front becomes glassy as the sand reinforces its protection, and it starts to gain uh, armor from your blast of lightning. Mm. Mm, okay. Yes. 
there is a creature that is turning around that is right next to the wounded priest and is making an attack against Yathane with a 28 with its horn. Uh, that will hit. Yathane has been struck with uh, 12 points of piercing, strikes again with a 23 to hit. Also will hit. Yathane has been hit again, the poor bird, for 15 points of piercing, and it rears up and tries to hoof it. Uh, Yathane for 17. No. All right, done. That's some brutal damage on the bird. Yes, indeed. There is a another one of these destrier, a destrier, destrier uh, sand creatures, and this is one that has been on the by the entrance that's been uh, surrounded by Iggy and Jix. It's going to attack the one that most recently moved near it, and that is Jix. Jix, that is a thirty-one to hit. Oh Ooh. my god! Yeah. Regular hit, not a critical. Nope. You have been hit for thirteen points of damage. Okay. And then the next hit comes at you, and you do what Idrisil did. You grab onto the tip of its horn, snap it off as it rolled a natural one. You look at that, and you put it in the pouch. Yeah! (laughs) I'll take this. Uh, It then smacks you with its hoof and cannot connect. Uh, Done, done. You can also, all of you here, a gong sound go off. Uh-oh. Gongs a, are never good. It is a deep resonating gong that resonates from deeper within uh, uh, to the west, if we will, the direction that you're headed within this temple. Iggy, you're up. No, I look at the priest. I look at the priest and say, what did you do? <laughs> uh, not you're up. Xanner, uh, yeah. turning around to face you is this sand sentry and it uh, punches you with this big rock fist with a 24 to hit. Oh, that does hit. Uh, for 14 points of damage, he follows Ow. that up with a uh, 14 to hit. No. And he's going to try one more time. One more time. One more time. 15 to hit. Ooh, Stand you got up. lucky. You got lucky. Ah. Iggy. Okay. Right to one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smack it with my maul. Oh, um, that's a natural one again. Sure is. This is swingy, swingy battle. Uh, I can, I can give a hero point. I do not have any. He spent anybody else want to give him one? He has to use one of his own. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, that's a. Okay. All right, uh, you swing and miss, uh, but you do actually connect and do three points of damage to the creature and send a bunch of those small pieces of rocks and dust into uh, Jix's eyes. And Jix, you are blinded for one round. Ah! Oh, Ow! No! Shit! What the fuck? <laughs> ah, you'll, you'll live. Maybe and, uh, another come ringing back. I'll, I'll swing again. Uh, with a natural 20. You roll a one and then a natural 20. Oh you clear all the battle. dust out of his eyes. <laughs> look at look at the damage roll. A one and a 10. Uh, How about a 10 and a 12, though? That's How about a 43 points of damage. Oh, <laughs> oh. Is that math right? Yeah, oh my God. 43 <laughs> points of damage. You then cover Jix and Idrisil with, sh- with little pebbles and rocks of this creature as it sh- shatters apart and you have destroyed it. And then I will leave them behind and run 
uh, run 25 feet with my little legs. All right. Cabbage. <laughs> still, hero. still swinging. Oh my god. He's trying to mount Idris. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sildren will fire a shot with his bow uh, at this creature again. Uh, total of 19 to hit. Um, the one right next to you, that is a miss. Okay. Um, and then he will um, cast Heal Animal on Yathane. Let me find that. And Idrisil, you're up next. Mm-hmm. Focus spell, heal animal. I uh, shall be fully healed, healed for 37 points of damage. And then she gets two attacks. So she will attack. She's been brutal this uh, session. Yes, she has, and she is angry now. Uh, 20 to hit. Uh, is a hit. So she will do eight points of damage, Got and then it. she will attack with her talons. A Ooh. natural 20. How many of these things oh are we rolling? And do 18 more points of damage. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my shredding, God. shredding. Is that 26? Wow. Yeah. Idrisil, nice. you job, are up. Um, let's just move, move, move to the altar. Yeah. Uh, what's your speed? 35. Uh, move, move will get you to the altar. Let's do a move, move to the altar and then a read action, I guess, if there's anything on it. You see no words, no nothing to read. There is an object on there. Um, it's a very large gong, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a silver uh, figurine, like a man-shaped little figurine on there that might be worth a little bit of money. You can spend an action to grab it, or you can keep on moving with another action. Get your sand patch out first. Make sure mm-hmm. it's about the same. Mm. <laughs> Let's grab the idol. All right, you have grabbed this figurine. It is of a, a, a man in like a heroic pose with a spear uh, over his head. So I'm like holding it and I'm imitating the pose. <laughs> Jix. Um, Jix is flailing, trying to like make heads or tails of whatever just happened. He just knows he got covered in grit and dust and debris. Um, he's blind for a round, so. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, Eager, come here. Give me a hand. Give me, help me get this uh, shit on my eyes. Follow, follow my voice. Oh, okay. And Jix starts running towards E. Yeah, all right, Jix, you are there and you are done. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Run's like way, way, way Sir Brenros, you're up. Uh, this, uh, this room that I'm staring at on the map, are there any other entrances to this segment? There is a narrow slotted window that would be a challenging squeeze for you, not impossible. But nothing uh, uh, damaged wall or anything like that. No. Uh, I need to round the corner over by Xanner and see if I can get... Would this question, a little bit of metagaming, I guess, would the squeeze be big enough for the woman to get through? Uh, Yes. 
hint, hint. <laughs> so the next scene is, is a loud crash and she gets through. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, more of a break the glass. Come on! No, just toss. <laughs> um, from here, am I able to squeeze past, get by, anything like that? Uh, I will say yes. If you want triggering a non-normal attack of opportunity by this creature, it doesn't have that ability, but you're literally in its face, squeezing by going, excuse me, I'm so sorry, uh, <laughs> that I would grant it an attack of opportunity, or you can stay where you're at and you can try to attack, but you'll be minus three because Xanner's crowding that doorway. And Xanner's crowding that doorway. Uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gnome. <laughs> Uh, no, I will shield up right there. And, okay. Uh, All right, shielding up. Uh, but wait, you have an, uh, two actions. Oh, I made that distance? I thought that yep. would be like a two yep. move. Uh, I will attack first, then I will shield. All right, do an attack with minus three. It's not going to be easy. Attacking with minus three. Oh. oh. Uh, 23, 20. So a total of 20 is a miss. You hit you hit doorway. Uh, speaking of in the way, Xander, you're right next to him. It's me! Xander uh, uh, will... I'm right there. Right there. You are uh, right here. I don't want to be... <laughs> can Xander a five-foot step back, or is that a move action? Uh, you can do a step back, yes. That so is one action. So Xander will do a step back, and he will cast a heightened acid arrow. All right. Should this I not is... be standing here, Xander? <laughs> this is the biggest <laughs> acid arrow we've ever seen. Oh, I'm in trouble. That's gonna it's gonna be fine, right? <laughs> Think. No. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hero point on that because rolling a six for a total of eighteen doesn't feel heroic enough because. The girl's watching, so I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so hero point. And Good luck. Here yeah. it comes. Uh, oh my god! Natural one. Are you kidding me? So you step back five feet. You wind up and you build up the biggest acid arrow that has ever happened in the campaign. Sir Brimrose says thank you. Steps in your spot and you slam it. You have your eyes closed. You're so excited about this big acid. You throw it. You hear so the acid impressed. explode and you open your eyes and see to your horror. You have successfully struck Sir Brimrose Aldermain of this the Order of the Vigilant. <laughs> Roll oh, full damage against the man, oh please. Oh my gosh. No. We'll do half damage. We'll do half damage. Half damage. Okay. Tingly sensation. It's 29 points. Of course, <laughs> of course the damage. biggest above average roll for damage. 15 wow. damage of acid plus 2d6 uh, persistence. Can I retributive uh, strike? <laughs> <laughs> no. You take 14 points of damage and no persistent. No persistent. Ooh. I am so oh, sorry. Something. Ah, why? <laughs> Get it off. Get it off. Brand new shield is now like half just ripping. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I still want that shine, so I took all of it. <laughs> 
and then on the other side of the creature, curious as to what's going on with your group tactics, the halfling thief starts backstabbing and stabbing the creature and oh, gets nice. some big damage in from behind. Uh, we have the creature that's next to Yothane, the destrier next to Yothane is mm-hmm. going to attack uh, a 24 to hit. Yeah. Is 15 points. That's hoof. Okay. And a 19 to hit. Nope. And a 23 to hit. Yep. Oh, the last one got through. That's 10 points of bludgeoning on Yothane. This animal is determined to take down your creature. That is it. That is it. It is the Sand Sentry's turn, and it is going to focus on the Sizzling Sir Brenros. Uh, I think is the <laughs> best action to do. Yeah, it's going to Too soon! Uh, oh, man, this thing has missed incredibly. 22 to hit. God, 18 to hit. Where is it at? 23 to hit. That is also a miss. Man, this wow. is big damage. It has missed, I think, almost every hit. Crazy. Uh, Iggy. I'm going to move, move, move. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. You can do that after you're done throwing your voice to the northern section of this chamber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So 75 feet to the southwest. Okay. 25, 50, 75. How about there? Uh, A little further south, Uh, wherever that window is. Uh, you can get to that window. Okay. Done. Uh, Sildren. Uh, same tactics. Uh, bow twangs, arrow flies out, and let's see what happens. Yay. Uh, 27 to hit. Hits. Arrow strikes. Uh, five points of damage. Five points to this guy. Does he have a number? 13. Thank you. Can you guys see their numbers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Earthen, yeah, yeah. Destrier, 13, yeah. Um, I don't know if it, that might help in the future. You guys can call out the number you're hitting because I have to zoom in every time to figure out which one it is. All right, you hit the first one. All right. Um, I'll shoot another arrow, actually, uh, with a 26 to hit. Wow, you guys are doing good. That's another hit. Uh, three more points of damage. Chunk, chunk. And okay. then Yathane comes in and does her thing. Let's see. She's been tearing it up. That's uh, going to be 18. Can I use a hero point for her? You can, yes. I just want to break the strike. Okay, I will use a hero point. Uh, 18 to hit again. <laughs> Same roll. Nope. <laughs> and she will attack with her jaw the second time and 13. So she will miss both. Misses. Three sixes in a row, sir. Yep. Idrisil, you're at the altar. Um, after admiring this little figurine for a while, um, he places it, uh, it back with another action. <laughs> Would it be move, move to get to that northwest? Uh, I guess 13. Um, uh, what's your speed? 35. Uh, yes, you could get right next to Yathane. I'm gonna do that and then I'm going to pull out my whip. I'm sorry, did I- Yathane have flanking? Yes. Then she hit. Uh, well, no, she got no, 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 no. I'm sorry that you didn't. That guy's on his butt. Um, he doesn't. I'm so sorry. Why is he on his butt? He's been being hammered and hit. He, yeah. Oh. oh, so he's already on his back. Okay, never yeah. mind. Um, so I mean, I, he's still conscious. He's still yeah. f- right. He just got well, a yeah. deal. 
Okay. I was just going to uh, I was going to trip him actually. Um, so I don't do that. Instead, I'm going to uh, just use my last action to um, hit him with my short sword. All right, just... racing across. Ah, oh, the hand. tables have turned. Missed. Let Jigs. me use my last. Well, oh, I'm going to use my last hero point. All right, hold on, Jix. Uh, we... All right. I looked at the time, and we can't possibly have <laughs> <laughs> much, much more need for this hero point. So I'm going to use that, and uh, not much better. Twenty-two. Twenty-two strikes true. All right. To number thirteen. And six points of damage. Okay, and more damage done to it. It is on unsteady feet. Jix, you are able to get the dust out of your eyes, and what are you doing? Um, yeah, Jix, Jix clears his vision and um, notices a stone wall in front of him and then kind of turns around, grabs, gets his bearings, <laughs> and... Um, the fight's over here! <laughs> runs out the exit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and runs towards uh, the corner with the priest. Okay, what's your move speed? 25. Uh, that's a move move. You can get right up on that creature if you want with a move move move. A move move move. Yeah, I'll flank the creature if I can. All right, you can. Um, Brenros, you are standing in the door. You are being attacked from in front and behind. You're flanked by Xanner and the Sand Sentry. Helping! <laughs> uh,. An odd question. How heavy would you say the sand sentry is? In- uh, heavy? <laughs> would you say greater or less than eight? Uh, probably eight what? Pro- bulk, eight bulk. Eight bulk. Uh, probably right at that vicinity. Right at that? I am going to, uh, what the heck? if, if I can, I believe. I'd like to activate my my belt that Xanner gave yeah. me. Ooh. And that yeah. converts eight bulk into weightlessness, and I'm going to grab this thing and pull him out of the room in the That center. is very interesting. It just depends on what the uh, item says. What is this belt? The lifting belt. Lifting belt. Uh, sadly, no, I love it. You lift an object of up to eight bulk. You cannot do a creature. Has to be a non-functioning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the idea. <laughs> it's just too uh, powerful. Then uh, I would like to still follow through with that concept and grapple him and pull him out. All right, make an <laughs> athletics roll. You need a twenty-six or higher. Do I need a free hand? You do. Okay. Uh, if I put my sword away, that's an action. Correct. And then I will. Uh, grapple this guy with. All right. Here we go. You said athletics. Yep. That's mm. not going to work. I would like to spend a hero point. Okay, I've seen a lot of those come out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and athletics. A twenty-four. I don't think that'll mm. make it for us. Twenty-four is not enough. You can try again, uh, but you'll be minus five. It's an attack, if you will. Uh, no, I have my. That was my first action. Second action was sword away. Third action, raise shield. All right, and now my question is: When you raise your shield, do you point it to the south or to the north? <laughs> <laughs> he just gets under it, and he's like, ah! 
<laughs> yeah, I, I totally turtle him. Xanner, uh, you're next. Yeah, I am. Let's get him. I would have been a hero or damn hero. Xanner <laughs> uh, will take his. Uh, you know what? He's gonna he's gonna grab his wand of evocation, the one that that he's been hauling around. All right, that's an that's an action. This is not the time to experiment. <laughs> He's throwing out another acid arrow. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna work. Can I join the side of the sentries? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of our let's, temple. <laughs> let's see what he rolls. And yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine is a hit. There we go. Ah, 17 acid plus 1d6 persistence. All right. Got it. And then persistent damage. Uh, uh, Persistent acid 1d6. Got it. Uh, Okay. Xanner's done. It is the creature that's totally surrounded by lots of things. It is going to continue its endless attacks on the bird. No. Uh, actually, correction, they like to strike at things that move recently. It's attacking at Jix, who's the last one there. That's a 21 against Jix. No. Uh, that is a 18 against Jix. Gosh, darn it. And a seven. Striking with its hoofs, trying to slam me with stone hoofs. It fails. Yeah, you're not going to get me twice. The sand sentry is attacking Brenros three times. This guy is going to hit with a 24. No. Here comes the hit, though, with a 23. <laughs> no. And then it it steps back five feet. <laughs> it's tired of the stuff. God darn it. <sighs> Iggy, you're up. I want to use my new feet, and I'm going to quick squeeze through this window. That is not designed for anyone to quick squeeze through, but you do with one action. You're right next to the creature inside this room. Yep, and then I'm going to smack it. Oh, come on. I want to hear how the hell you quick squeeze through. (laughs) Uh, I oiled up a little and just like, woo! Uh, I'm going to give you a uh, plus one to hit catching this guy by surprise. No one, you should not have done that. Uh, 33? 33 is just a hit. Damn it. Okay. Uh, 25 points of damage. It's a massive amount yeah. of damage. <laughs> Boom! You lop off a big, carve out a big section of its mid, mid chest. And then my last action, I'll try to hit again with a... a 15. 15 is a miss, and it takes takes more damage as uh, knives are plunged into it by the halfling, and Xanner, you need to roll 1d6 acid. Yeah! Does not get rid of it. Full damage, six! Nice. Uh, all right, uh, Sildren, you're up northeast, northwest. Yeah, Sildren will, um, same plan of attack, fire, uh, fire his twice arrow. and heavy off yep. they go. Yep, so let's do this. So that will be a 25 to hit. Strikes. Uh, for seven points of damage. Okay, that's a good arrow. Uh, second strike is a 23 to hit. Is a hit. With five points of damage. Oh, the thing is so close. <laughs> and then Yathane. 
Yathane might do it. Getting she up will fly in, attack with her talent, her jaws. Uh, twenty-five points, of, uh, twenty-five to hit. The, the her jaws have hit. Nine points of damage. And Yathane shatters the stone horse-like creature. She just comes like basically flying in and just like smashes into it, and then like. It's as it's exploding into sand, she flies through it. So, so an um, X-wing through a Tie Fighter. Yeah. Is what <laughs> she winks at the uh, priest of Karahel and then flies. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Idrisil. Idrisil goes to stab and sees just a pile of dust. Um, I. Uh, yeah, let's just move, move, move to the party uh, south. Done. Jix. I'll just be outside the door waiting for Iggy to finish um, up. <laughs> Jix strikes up a conversation. Show, who the hell are you? <laughs> With this priest here. Oh, All I didn't right. even see the priest. I forgot his token was there. <laughs> I was see his Jix. I was like, yeah, I'll just leave. <laughs> he says, my name is Lazar. I know you. How are you? Oh, you you found the stone marker too. This has all gone so wrong. What 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 went wrong? I didn't uh, do it. Our our exploration here. We're we were looking for a treasure, but we lost Aylry. And he points to uh, a section of wall that you all ran past, where you see there is a dead female human wizard crumpled in the corner. Okay. We have to rescue Palik. Where's Palik? Uh, he points down to the south where everyone is gathered in a fireball-sized radius gathering. <gasps> ah, <laughs> he's going to be fine. You trust me. Okay. Uh, Sir Brenros. Yes. Uh, Move out of the way! <laughs> uh, we'll advance into the room, sidestep to the... Uh, side there. Here you go. Got it. And we'll make an attack and then brace. Attacking. The 24. 24 connects and hits the sand sentry. 12 points of damage. Is great. The huge chunks are falling off. There's a, its head section falls off. There's a big gap there. There are arms and a loosely connected torso and legs. It is barely hanging on. Xander, what you got? He's winding up with a pitch. Xander's your gonna moment, cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. He's doing it heightened just to make it as big as possible. Huh. We just traded out for the acid. Arrow, so it's not quite as good. No, he's gonna do acid arrow again. <laughs> Brendan Rose just reaches back. You want this one? <laughs> super, super heightened for a yeah. Twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna use my last hero point because I got this, one. This worked well last time. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got cover. A twenty. <laughs> A 20 hits where the creature's head would have been and flies past and misses. Come on! Looking great out there, Xander. Isn't he flanked or something? <laughs> he has done far more damage against the party than for the party. Yeah, it's uh, pretty normal. Typical Xander. <laughs> Just being it. 
Uh, do you have an action left? No. Okay. <laughs> Demoralized myself. <laughs> Jenna, the, she's watching. The sand sentry goes and it attacks at the uh, person who has last moved, and that is Sir Brenros with a 19 to hit. A 15 to hit and an 18 to hit, hammering your shield over and over and bits of its fist are falling apart. It then takes a D6 of acid damage. Um, Please kill Xanner. it. <laughs> Xanner. What? Yeah, what? Acid D6. damage. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Uh, two of these, right? 2D6? No, 1D6. 1D6. It's one. Uh, all right, that does no damage. It, that acid is just rolling down its glassy armor that you added to it. Rude! Uh, uh, it does not get rid of it, though. Iggy? I'm going to scream in this thing's face, or where his face used to be, and uh, just swing at it with a, a total of uh, 31. 31 is a hit. Oh, 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. It has four left. Yeah. It, so it, has, just... it has four oh, left. left now? Damn it. <laughs> that, that dang it. Okay, I'll swing again. With uh, tw- uh, 30? 30? That is a critical hit. It has four <laughs> points left. How is 31 not critical, but 30 is? Wait, no, uh, no, it doesn't. I'm sorry, I was thinking a different creature. Normal That's hit, right. normal hit. 29 points of damage. Wow, 29 on what a normal heck? hit. And he's got Barbarian. one persistent damage, by the way. Uh, Iggy, take it down. Describe that. Oh, it just uh, scatters uh, more dust right into Indracel. And yeah, I- yeah, I just finished wiping <laughs> off. And then, uh, <laughs> There is dust everywhere inside this room. Brenros, uh, Iggy, Idrisil, and the uh, halfling thief, Palik. Uh, she coughs a bit and smiles at none of you, but at Xanner just outside. Xanner <laughs> and... runs into her. Xanner runs right into the room. Disgusting. <laughs> Football <laughs> tackles her. <laughs> he actually runs in to embrace her. And Xander and literally attack and Ooh. literally kiss her. Whoa! Xander runs in, gives her a kiss. She steps back, stun, slaps you for a point of damage, Ow. and we will stop there for tonight. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Thank you everyone for coming. Uh, check us out on Twitch uh, TV and Glory Spars every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, also, you can support us on Patreon.com/slash Glory Spars. We always appreciate the help, and we will see you next week. Thank you.